stocking at Christmas Open my presents and I'd be glad But the last time I played Father Christmas I stood outside a department store A gang of kids came over and bugged me And knocked my reindeer to the floor He said, Father Christmas Choke him out, then who am I to deny the will of God? <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> some people like you? to be treading on. Some people. Some people. Uh, <laughs> some people are tops. Some people like to be tread on. No, no, no. I don't like it. I, stole that I don't from want Chad, it. By the way. No, I don't like it. Jesus. Hmm. Uh, that's why. That's why we should like all like you know give yourself give yourself okay, to the good know, Lord. Let, let, let's say. Let's say you, you give yourself to Allah. You know, you and your mom, you know, one of you, one of you has to be tread on, you know, so you will choose yourself. You are sacrificing. I choose Matt. I also <laughs> choose Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you're strong enough to be treaded on, but for all yeah, of us. We believe in you. That is true. <laughs> I have survived oh, worse, God, that's for sure. But what are you going to say, uh, Morpheus? Nah, I wasn't. Excited, I wasn't going to say that. Everyone's gonna be treading on me. All right, I know that. Yeah, tread on me, Daddy. Governments. So this isn't another episode of taxes. Tape Eaters once again. Brought to you by the Skinwalker Gang. Tonight we got Matt here, as you know. Hello, everybody. Dude, his mic is still <laughs> fucked up. I apologize for fucking Jesus for his terrible Christ. fucking stream Oh. Fucking Christ, Matt. Flame is here. Greetings. We got Pangus. What's up? Um, Morpheus. Doesn't better now? Doesn't better Slightly. now? Sire. The desert awaits you. And like, Black like Baron. Did I miss anybody? <laughs> Baron, what up, dude? You missed Black me. Baron. Baron, show me some CBD right now. Oh yeah, bro. Uh, if you if you're you're a complete not a schizo, you would, you would like. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it! What some of the best CBD products out there? <laughs> he's eating the CBD <laughs> cookies right now. Well, he can't fucking no, keep bro. his mouth off him. The gang stalkers injected this into my chicken sandwich. I want Angus <laughs> to come and like burn down my village and like shoot a bunch of fucking arrows into my people. Whoa. That sounds pretty good. Um, hey, Pangus, yeah, what's, your, what's your, uh, your heritage? Uh, my dad's side of the family comes from the Mecklenburg region of Germany. My mom's side, uh, it's a great fucking question. Pretty sure we're Welsh. You're straight up Chinese. <laughs> and if, if Genghis Khan didn't take over the whole world, you wouldn't even <laughs> exist. Probably. Oh, He's my great, 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 great grandpa. He was pretty you great. Literally, like, nigga, you literally look like you could take over my fucking town. Like, right yeah. now. Just my penis. And I love Hence it. The name. I love it. It's great. No, no penises. I'm talking about arrows. No penis. My wiener's not that long. It's maybe crossbow bolt size, not really a bow size, like it for an arrow. You know? This dude's over here being humble. We all seen it. Wait, the, that crossbow does more armor penning than the fucking bow, though. Yeah, here you can't go. call me humble when I'm being honest, because y'all have seen it. I've seen it. You gotta, like, zoom in on it. 
Yeah. <laughs> zooming on dicks. The key is you lose a little weight and it looks much bigger. That's what I'm going for right now. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, trying, was... I'm trying not to be out here oppressing women. Face. Uh, That's true. You know how it is. Yeah. Just heard some chaos outside my house. I'm wondering if it's gang stalkers. I think it's probably the wind knocking it's over very the clearly, gang. Very clearly gang stalkers. They, want, oh, you to, they want you to invest in CBDX.com. Dude, last night. Flowers last instead night. of going to that disgusting gas station where you could easily get killed. Well, you're don't in be, California. Fuck you. Um, yeah, are you really? here's, the, here's the dream. Here's the dream. Here, here's the dream. That I go to the gas station. This is the fantasy in my mind. I go to the gas station and some shady looking motherfucker is like standing by the corner, like away from the light. Like as I'm walking, he's like, yo, you want some of this, the real stuff before I go in and get my fake weed from the gas station guy. I wish, dude, but no one has the balls anymore. <laughs> like the, the only place yeah. where people have the balls like that is like in Las Vegas. And, and, but like at that point, like you have so many dispensaries, like what, what's the point of you doing that? It, it's, it's almost as if. Like they, they like the normal black market dealer is like he's fiending for the customers at this point because the dispensaries have taken everything from him. No <laughs> doubt. Never buying the weed from the gas station, bro. <laughs> bro like last a time, night. A time when he's worry about running out of shit to smoke. Thanks to the old gas station, those days are long behind me. Last night, I was, like, hanging out here, and I was getting really fucking uh, skeptical because I heard the fucking uh, ambulance outside for about two hours last night. Like, and, Gang stalkers. And, and, well, it turned out they were, like, trying to pick up my uh, 92-year-old neighbor, and I was just I was just fucking scared, man. I was scared. Scary. Why didn't you, you go out and save it? Why, why didn't you go out and save him, Matt? Cause I'm fucking paranoid, man. If you know, dude, you're like six foot. Like, stop being such a coward. You're yeah. like a truck, dude. Have you guys seen what the fucking people have wrote about me in the last two months? You don't not like not know why I'm fucking paranoid. No, Sorry, that's why, that's why you they, saved the old man and saved yeah, I know the old man across the street to the left. Like, I would I would save his ass, but not these people. Ugh, scared. Why not these people? <laughs> you know, what do you mean? No, no there's what do you no mean utterly these people. There's no What do you mean people these people? Other than the guy that's two houses down from the right, there are no utterly people or anybody that actually has any kind of fucking health problems on my street. And I'm so paranoid. You live, in a, you live on a street. That's way too suburban. I know my day. fucking neighbors, motherfucker. <laughs> Disgusting. That's, yeah, whatever. Baron, you guys, why don't you go eat some more fucking oatmeal, faggot? You guys know there's reports. Oh, God, you're God such an it. asshole. That you fucking go to go to fucking timeout. Jesus Christ. So yeah, you guys know that um, Chris Chan's mom apparently got into a fucking car accident with a fucking semi. What? No way. That's from a letter. Okay? I, I is mean, she okay? For, according to Christian, there is serious damage, but she's not dead. I think she's at home. Christian's trying to get her donations. And we're not we haven't confirmed that it's even like real. You gotta assume it's real. But at the same time, Christian's mom gets obliterated by a fucking semi, like, dude. <laughs> I don't know. It should be game over, right? Hey, I mean, survived it, it probably is just like mild, like it probably just like 
uh, a little, maybe a little, little tap. <laughs> no, well, it probably didn't actually happen on the. <laughs> she smiled okay. out of control. She, she like hit the fucking guardrail and went over the bridge. Oh God, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Play, plays a replay like Burnout Three. It seems to just, just like <laughs> give more credence to the fact that maybe she is mentally not all there. That maybe she, she is. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, dementia. She you know, is dementia. You know, when you're when you're molested as a child, th- that's a fucking ritual, you know? And uh, when this ritual is done, either you choose the path of becoming a tranny or the path of becoming mad, becoming paranoid, you know? Becoming someone who is muscular and paranoid, you know? And a good fella. Muscular. You know? <laughs> So uh, it's it's a it's a it's a test, you know. It's a test. Are you You're telling chosen, me that Chris you know? Chan? Where, where? Yeah, but like, where is that coming from? Like, that's very random. I don't know. I just I just saw it somewhere else in 4chan. But yeah, he's definitely molested. He, he cannot be this way without being molested. He cannot. I I don't know. Like, he seems so sheltered. I don't know anybody that would get a chance to molest him. You know Matthew well, McConaughey. The actor. Matthew McConaughey. He is molested. <laughs> he is molested. Are you, and that guy... Can Do you, do you have sources on that, or are you just stating that? No, yes, no, no. That's, a, that's a shoot, bro. He, it was in his No, book. no. Okay. He, it is. It is in his book, Greenlight. So he's, he, he became, you know, bloomerin and white-pilled. But, yeah, Chris Chan took the black pill off, you know, the test, the yeah, ritual. Well, Chris Chan, I, I definitely I think... see... I see latent mental issues obviously but then also being given all the wrong stimuli until he was goddamn 30 years old yeah i i don't i don't believe he was molested i i believe it was i wouldn't totally write it off but i it's it seems i try to do like occam's razor with this sort of thing and when you can add it doesn't make sense of it so few things why add things but you might doesn't have to be me he he i i guarantee you he would have he would have said something about it if he was he he would have he would have like let me let me let me just put it this way what's what oh wow let's look at it like this oh Okay, he raped. We know he raped his mom. Mm-hmm. How many times have we seen kids who are molested want to rape their parents? Well, no, molestation. No, no. I have no idea. Maybe it did happen. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. You know what? Yeah. Okay. It's, it is kind of sus. J- just tell me how the fuck could someone, you know, put some statistic of of how much. Uh, molested uh, kids raped their moms. It's just, just very specific, you know? You cannot really count yeah, it. Yeah, it's very specific, which means all we would sexual have heard, abuse. We, we reasonably would have heard about it before. He literally had... To, but the thing is, to make this happen, he literally had to convince himself that his life was an anime. Like, he, he is so far gone, like, he didn't even see her as as his mother because he is God. Uh, he murdered I think that, I think that no, he didn't murder after... God. No, he's, that, he's not God, obviously. I think that arc came after he went to prison. No, maybe not. Maybe his mom. Uh, maybe his mom helped his dad molest him, so he, you know, <laughs> revenge. <laughs> what I can say is that after his, uh, I hate to just rehash the same shit, but the Christian stuff's so interesting. But I can say that after his dad died, uh, Barb insisted upon him sleeping with her and spooning her. So in a way yeah, that that is molestation. I you know it's not like the graphic rape kind, but it's it's quite disturbing and will definitely send the wrong message to someone who isn't 
emotionally mature enough to handle that sort of thing. It's not I mean, nobody's nobody's fucking mo- emotionally mature enough to handle sleeping with their fucking mom once they're at, past the age of fucking what three? I don't fucking know. Yeah, you like, have to be possessed. You know, he he was no. open to any fucking entity, to demon, to possess him, and yeah. I guess he didn't. He didn't rape his mom just physically. Maybe spiritually, you know. Well, yeah, he literally calls it soul bonding. Yeah. When he refers to raping his mom in the letters from prison, he says that he he definitely soul bonded with her, and that didn't necessarily mean sex. And the necessarily is what throws the whole fucking thing off. What was the uh, thing that he used to call uh, finding his like love thing? Oh, his love quest. Love quest. Love, love quest. Yeah, the one thing that you before you kick it's me out over. Of the server. You know Karl Marx. I have a theory. Maybe Karl Stigma. Marx. You know Karl Marx maybe raped his mom because they look the fucking same. Both of them. Oh, And Karl Marx. You know, both of them stinky. Both of them. Both of them fucking fat. Both of them. Both of them like communist. Koshi less. Karl Marx did not. No. Karl Marx was a Sailor Moon fan. I, I like imagine if like Pokemon and Sonic existed back then. Karl Marx probably would have never re- wrote that manifesto. <laughs> Hell no! He, uh, the history would have been changed. Professor he J made a says, hack about Pokemon. Professor J says we no, can't be sure like, that that's what he meant by soul bonding. He's severely delusional, and he did mean it wasn't necessarily sexual. What makes you so true. sure Barb wasn't the one instigating the sexual activity since? At, right after his father died. And now, I, I think the things you're saying are valid. I don't think... First of all, I do think he had sex with her. For, and he, he said as much. He's, he admitted it on while being uh, recorded with Bella. And we can like wonder if there was any duress happening, if there was anything but behind the scenes. And maybe there was, but I do think he had sex with his mom. And whether she was instigating it or not at first... I, I don't think that clears anybody. Like, it's everyone's still raping each other, as far as I can tell. All things fucked. Uh, maybe he was just figurative and symbolic. Maybe he didn't rape her. I, maybe I he mean, was he said yeah. he, 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 said was just that chilling, he had bro. sex with her. It was what he said in, in the recording. And he said that she, at first she was confused, but then she came around. That's Do you think he has a bar body weird. Oh, I, I, think I guess, I guess, oh. I guess the house was, uh, you know, maybe the house is fucking possessed, you know, the whole thing is fucking possessed. Maybe what, they burned it down all over and, and again and again it. and again and again. Dude, you said she came around? What? Yeah, she loved it. She oh, loved the, the small, a the normal small person, tent. A normal person can't interpret that as anything other than rape. That's rape. That's gross. Oh. Yeah, it's fucked up, dude. Mom, I got you Sonic. Come over. Ah, Lord. Come see my Sonic. I got ah. you Nintendo Switch. Let's play some Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, no! Oh, no, <laughs> Lord. Red oh, C no. says, Chris is a coomer and Barb is a dried-up husk. It's pretty clear-cut who raped who. And I think that's essentially yeah. true at this stage in the game. And while... Chris's life and his influences and where all this shit came from is far more complex than that. Uh, I agree. I think it's pretty cut and dry now. Am I uh, gonna offend people saying that while I yes. normally, normally any person that rapes their senile mom, I think should get the immediate death sentence. But 
like no no torture no no death death is fucking freedom it's 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 a relief well you this know? is when this eat. is when what professor jay is this coming is why into play like here Muslims. like this is why this is why you need like a trial and like discovery and all of that shit because, yeah that's what i'm saying like, like what if what if his mom was like consenting to does that make you want to torture him more i'm not saying you shouldn't feel that way but I'm, i think it, it might change the question a little bit i the torture I'm should a... be beneficial to the to the people and just like you know making him build a fucking house. I am of the house. persuasion that it's just easier to like put it out of its fucking misery. Well, I, it, I think Christian only no need to add more suffering to the let, world. Put it this way. Put it this way. Christian is happier in jail. He's happier than he's ever been since high school. So what the fuck is left of his future? It requires institutionalization. He would probably only get that a minority of whatever the rest of his life is. And the other part of it is on the streets, right? Or does he go back home and rape Barb? I'd rather have other people fucking solve this mystery for me. No, but it, yeah, <laughs> no. there is no solution. Not in today's society. Not with the funding we have. Like we, we, how many videos of fucking Ashley you got to watch before you realize that these people aren't getting the help they need? If I was in power, I would just make him collect, you know, cotton. That's it. Just like uh, a Jim Crow blackie, you know, in times of segregation. That's it. You know, his form, he's, he's kind of looking, you know, tall. He is capable of collecting cotton. You know, that's beneficial to the people. And that's... He'll whine and complain. I, that's or, the sad part about like, this. Is... It's going to be forced. It's gonna Chris be forced he could have lived with his mom until she died and worked as a bagger at the fucking grocery store. And that would have been essentially paradise for him. Not that he would realize that. But he was capable enough to do that. Not anymore. No, but, but he can't do that because people insert themselves in his life. Do you really think a bagger would not like freak out if there was all these trolls fucking with him? The thing is, like, yeah. this is, this is why Chris's internet... Um, capabilities and privileges should have been cut off w when he was in high school cut the internet down that should have happened when he cut was in high down. school and you would have fucking avoided a lot of this because all you had to do was stop feeding the trolls and easier said than done when you're fucking christian it, but maybe maybe it, yeah it, uh, it almost did happen like there there maybe. were there if anybody did watch the gina samuels documentary there was a time where there was no internet for him and he resumed living a normal life and then that fucked up when you got back online and we're gonna go into uh, gang stalking further here the, but this is like the most grassroots gang stalking and yeah fishing a bucket shit fish in a bucket like i don't i don't yeah I don't condone people fucking trolling people with disabilities like this but at the same time if somebody is like i'm gonna wash with my popcorn ready like can't really help myself there you know <laughs> uh you know if if chris chan killed himself uh the semi would be would be very 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 upset that he wasn't really grateful for his body although it is fucking distorted so the reincarnation would be fucking worse would make him you know born into maybe a a slave in the medieval era maybe so he could be you know he could be <laughs> i don't know and again and again, and again. But that's a... A proverb. there's a proverb in 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 Arabic, it says it says, "Do not buy the slave, and you don't have the stick for him." You know, so you have to to set you know, to set some rewards when he when he's doing something. You know, 
not the reward, something that is essential. Let's say, let's say food, you know, yeah, if you don't goal. collect this cotton, you're not going to get food. Yes. All of and his rewards in his said. life were super immediate stimuli that he got for nothing. It was jerking off to cartoon ladies. It was it was eating fucking Whoppers from Burger King. It was shit like that. It was getting all of those things from exactly the wrong source. The the extreme of it in humanity. It, this is average the extreme American. of it. I don't think it is the average American. I, I would like to give the average American slightly, slightly more credit than Christian. Well, the, the average American has to have a job. The the average American American does not have autism. So like there there is certain things that he was pandered in in his life. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Flame. I'm I, I'm I'm gonna stop you there because uh, you're saying the average American does not have autism in the modern definition. But Americans are really autistic. Are really autistic. I, I, can't I, mean, I think everybody's true. fucked up mentally, and I think the the system we're in goes out of its way to make sure everybody's fucked up mentally somehow. But you know, autism. You know, there's two types. You know, uh, neuro neurodivergent, neurotypical with i with high IQ and low IQ. So artists, you know, with low IQ, they tend to be you know, kind of stupid and doing you know uh, uh, you know hands you know shaking hands you know the meme the woman. Shaking hands, you know, oh, autism. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The happy and there's days. the other type of autism, which is being creative, oh. being, you know, listening, you know, Asperger stuff, you know, observing, noticing some patterns and some dots that not anyone mm-hmm. could notice. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good and bad. Yeah. But, uh, but you can see just even those, like, those things that should be, like, positive, like, you can see Chris Chan distorting them into his own, like, terrible vision and, like, creating his whole universe and whole religion out of it. Oh, it really is. Good I've read. Watch. I've read two well, that, books on the fucking autisms. I that, know exactly what you're saying. So that, that that is his escape. That's his coping mechanism that he has to fall back to. Chris Chan he, is a they, different level of autistic than he, we've fucking encountered. Well, that that is definitely true. Uh, but the thing is, is like uh, from a psychological standpoint, you you can't you can pick apart. You could pick them apart. Like bit by bit, like he he has every, everything he does is a coping mechanism because subconsciously he there is the truth and he is constantly running away from that truth. He's uh he's always trying to cope in one way, as in like his fantasy world. He needs to create that as an escape because he understands that this world that he's not satisfied with this world. And that, that, that kind of goes to this uh, idea of uh, the reason why we have all these tech giants and all these the metaverses and stuff like this is that the people who are creating the future right now are, are suffering from the same thing because they, they're not they're unsatisfied with the world. So they're making the metaverse or making all this gay shit. Escapism. Yeah, it, it's constant escapism. Well, I mean, I mean, it's further and further being weaponized against us. And the people yeah. who, who created these things, I think they're well aware of the effects. Not to say that they haven't felt some of them, but like Steve Jobs was adamant that his kids not use iPads and shit like that. The show's yeah. like an, a, an intelligence there. And the, yeah, all of these things are being perfected as weapons in order to drive us insane, to make us escape further yeah. into fantasy worlds, to induce shit like autism, to make you fucking schizophrenic and paranoid and all of that. 
That's what the media is for. And yeah. they realize that TV and shit, all this shit is dead. It's dead. And then you can see uh, like, YouTube does their like, games rewind too. or whatever. They're, the awards they're doing this year, they're trying to ape that TV feel. But that shit is dead. You have to be able yeah, to flick through that shit endlessly. You have to look at that screen forever. And yeah, yeah, man. Well, uh, video games are probably the most interactive medium of that. Uh, I, I, because like I do catch myself, like I'm playing this fucking... Right now, I'm playing Halo. Halo is fucking fun, but but like at, at the same time, it's just like I, I could be doing a whole lot of other shit, and I'm just either escaping from like an issue that I, I may have, or like or my chore that I have to do, or no, something flame, like that. Blame, blame. Here uh, comes the theory of uh, maybe maybe his mom and his dad were practicing some some shade on him, you know. That's why he was no, escaping. No, they were super really fucking horny. Way they, too they were, stupid for that. Yeah, they they were so stupid. You can't know. So you can't, maybe they are. Like they 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 had they had Chris they had Chris Chan at such an old age. They had no idea. They, there was no way of preparing them. Uh, like they would have to take like a week long seminar of what the internet is and what the the the, the repercussions of the internet. Like they, the these are straight up boomer parents that had their son at in the beginning of the technological age. When nobody like, even realized what was going on with him or believed him about the trolling until he was like thirty years old. <laughs> It'd been going on for like ten years already, and nobody believed him in, in his real life. It's just it's it's, yeah, that's so fucking funny. It's, he oh, goes to so the people sad. in the church. Uh, yeah. The people in the church like. The first church kicked him out. They saw they saw his online antics and kicked him out. They trolled the shit out of him. He wasn't allowed in the con- congregation anymore. They had to go to a new church. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's go back into some more theorizing. Professor J says, One might even go as far as to hypothesize that Christian, being as completely out of touch psychotic as he is, is less able to consent than even perhaps Barb, if she isn't that senile. My issue with that is not a philosophical one. There, I don't know. It's possible that you could be right on some philosophical level. The legal perspective, I think, is what kills that whole thing. That's almost like an insanity plea. It's going in that sort of direction mentally. The But the reason that he's not getting an insanity plea, without a fucking doubt, is because he is actively trying to cover up his crimes. And not even necessarily the rape. And I do think there is some active cover-up going on there that you could you could argue, but... Uh, he took money out of his mother's account and put it in his own uh, after he was evicted from his house before they arrested I don't think, him. I don't think he knew anything was wrong with that. I don't that think does, he knows. It doesn't matter. Your, your awareness of the Because once he learned, then in all his letters, he fucking dances around that subject. He tries to fucking downplay it. And that that awareness of right and wrong is what decides yeah. the insanity plea. Yeah, that, from that what is. I've heard, a, I'm not a fucking lawyer. I just read a lot of crazy shit. But that's the thing with the uh, people with autism. They're they're like that. Like they 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 have a hard time with personal accountability. Yeah, they do. They yeah, I'm not sure that matters at this point. That should have mattered. Yeah, that should have mattered that, when he was 27. And I thing. I hate to say this, but like. You see that when the law is applied to women as well, they uh, women have a hard time with personal accountability. Well, 
I I have been somebody who's been in both those camps, and uh, no, like autistic women, especially autistic women, have no fucking accountability in their fucking bones. Like they will just do whatever and be like, "Well, uh, I didn't know." Like, they'll, they'll explain it away. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll explain it away like some whim or something like that. Like, oh, okay, I didn't mean yeah, to you know, women, steal this you know, fake fucking chips. You know, Matt, because this this uh, thing of accounting, you know, being being just responsible and stuff, yes, because sir. it touches their ego. You know, they mm-hmm. they don't want to say, yeah, it is a threat I am wrong. Ego. I am wrong. You know, just like I committed a sin, and you say I am a sinner. You know, I've done this wrong, and you you just apologize. They don't. Mm-hmm. They just try to 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 move around and say, oh, I'm just schizophrenic. I'm autistic. Please excuse me. No, no, you should you should uh... have. You know, you don't have to to, ex- to excuse. You know, you don't have to to bring any excuses. You just have to say sorry. But they don't. It's touching their ego. They don't want to 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 admit that they they were wrong and they committed a sin. Autism to women is natural. Just really natural. So, honestly, Professor J says either way, his parents are horrible for letting him become the way he is over the course of his whole life without doing something about it. And as you said in so many words, coddling him. Neither Barb yep. or his yep. father can be let off the hook for the way they allow him <laughs> to develop into the amusing monster he is. And I, I do yeah. think the, the parenting issue is number one. I think number two is local yeah. authorities. And I don't know that I mean police here. May, there, uh, to be honest, there was probably grounds for police to get involved, but nobody fucking recognized it except Chris, who couldn't fucking explain it or some shit like that. But his his to there, go. He, there are people like the he, there was someone in his church, Rocky, who was part of the lore, who was trying to help him, but she just had no grasp on the fucking subject. It's people no. like her who just aren't prepared for it. It's like I said, I, like this is uh, this this is like at the forefront, like. Uh, Christian was a pioneer in many aspects, and he was a pioneer in being cyberbullied. So, like, the, he was one of the first cyberbullied victims. Yeah, he's projecting his 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 past. You know, just like the cycle of uh, the bullied becomes the bully. But uh, you know, the thing with um, you know the critical thinking questions. You know, how and why. The why is fucking endless. You know. Uh, well, so, let's say let's let's take let's take Christian. Why he is like that? Oh, we're gonna put it on his parents. But why their his parents they didn't you know they didn't uh, raise him well because they weren't raised to raise someone with with such conditions you know so That's it's true. it's just endless it's you know I, all of them are victims everyone no aut- autistic people have existed all throughout time it, it's the I, there there's I, glaring issue it's the internet. Yeah, I agree. I think it is technology exacerbating it. The parents who didn't wouldn't have understood in the first place, and then the kid has endless access to the internet because it's just easier. It's just easier to stick him in his fucking room, let him do whatever weird jerking off shit he wants, and we'll be out here doing anything else. Nothing, really. Just stay the fuck away from us. Stay in your room. Right, that's basically what happened. That's an oh. easy thing to say. It's it's even in American culture, you know, in non non Western culture, uh, parents are very fucking close to their children, and they they even know what the fuck they wear on their on their underwear, you know, even if they are sixteen or eighteen, you know. You My know, mom even, knows I wear okay. boxers. I, I you know I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not a Westerner, and sometimes I go to the fucking bath, you know. I take a I take a shower, and sometimes I forget my my you know 
my underwear. And mom comes to me with my uh, underwear. Do you, do you have to go to a place to take a bath? Like, do you have bathhouses? Uh, yeah, we have some traditional bathhouses, but uh, I take uh, showers on my. Do do gay shit be happening up in there, dude? Oh, I just want no. <laughs> <just> it. <laughs> segregation between women and men. They're but, not American. Uh, there's no gay shit. Look, no, dude, if no I have to shower, shit. I'm definitely doing with a bunch of dudes, okay? Dude, if I had to shower, I'll try to peek the Same the thing. <laughs> Look, that's how it was at the gathering. Yeah, so we'll we, have, Dora. we have a thing. We Mid have a thing Dora, called... Dude. You know, we have a thing called uh, keys. It is it is something that is kind of rough. You rub you rub your own skin with. Uh, it is taking you know taking everything Sandpaper. out of you. You know, you become white, whiter. You know, <laughs> we're <laughs> and and actually we're praising you know white skin here. So yeah, if you're dark, you're 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 gonna be called you know the N word, even if you are looking Indian. So yeah, uh, the thing with uh, parents is just you know. Um, in America, self, you know, sufficiency and self, you know, independence is preached among uh, teenagers. You know, here, lots of fellows are in their twenties and living with their with their parents. You know, happy. Gang, gang. I am in my twenties. I am in my twenties, and I'm living with my parents, and it's fine. And I'm still studying, and uh, I don't have any goddamn monthly. You know, uh, yeah, I don't have any salary, it, and it's yeah, fine. Yeah. You know. But, but are yeah. you allowed to bring biddies over? No biddies? That's, a, that's <laughs> no. the only rule. Haram, haram, no. haram. Da, haram. I'm biddies are haram. And I'm staying virgin till I meet, you know, the chosen Jeez. wife that is going to be chosen by my mom. Honestly, like, I've had a lot of people talk shit to me about this, but, like, I've been living on my parents' property since I was, like, 27. And, like... I love being able to just, like, go and fucking help my parents do whatever the fuck they want. Like, get mad, fucking libtards. Fuck yeah, it was, you know, uh, the promotion of, of, you know, the separation and the independence yeah. of teenagers. Well, it wasn't, wasn't for, for the purpose of independence. It was for the killing the bond between teenagers and their parents. To be honest, well, it was dismantling the family. Well, they, That's they're, why they're they invented like Grand Theft Auto and Eminem. Uh. Yeah, I was about to say there always has been like a schism between like the parents because like that the especially around like the eighties and nineties the yeah, in America specifically, uh we had the helicopter parroting phenomenon that, that came to be and stricter parroting. Yeah, and like they helicopter, helicopter. Dude, this bred this bred like an environment of children, like rebelling against their parents because their parents were always on top of their asses all the time like well I, i'll be honest like i'm i'm one of those kids like i did gay i did fucked yeah, up I shit was bad as fuck dude yeah i was i was bad as fuck like, i'm gonna be honest like i like my mom like she grew up like traditional catholic you know like going to church like i went to catholic school all in all this bullshit and fucking uh, best education, like silver spoon in my mouth and everything, and fucking oh, like bro. I I threw I threw all that shit away and I was doing like bad shit. The like day, I, okay. the day that I fucking moved out of my house, I was 18 years old. It was literally my fucking birthday. I did the fucking bit, but it wasn't worth it. It's fucking. Worth and then they were like, "Oh, bye, Matt. Have yeah, a good time." Yeah, I moved what? in with the girl that made me think I had a kid. It was great, wonderful. Damn, dude. 
Yeah, even even in in old American culture, it it is not American culture. You know, you can find you know big farms and houses with very big families. You know, the the, the nuclear cousins of cousins of cousins of big families yeah. living under one roof. It's just a modern thing. You know, that's actually what my family but used that, to be like. That, that's that's actually out, like though. no, no. Hold on, flame. That's actually what my family used to be like. Like my family used to be like very big. Like especially during the Christmas times, there would be like twenty of us in a fucking room at the same time. But nobody wanted to continue it. It's just dead. Well, Matt, you got to start calling up your family. Shit, I got I got to <laughs> do something about that, too. Hey, you yeah. know, the shitty thing is when everybody moves out of state, that's when shit starts getting fucked that, up. That, that seems, still lives in my area. That does sucks. seem to be what, what's normal in America is to, like, go away from your family. I don't, I don't think that's what you're supposed to do. But I don't have any family near no. me except my closest relatives. And, and it's like, now the society we're in, it's like, I don't even want to fucking be here because this place fucking sucks. You're talking about the city? I know. I'm talking fucking East Coast here. I'm in the Northeast. Everybody knows where I'm at. Ah, uh, dude, man, fuck it. But... dude, don't fall into that, like, East Coast is whack shit. No, like, uh, no, 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 no. It, it is pretty fucking whack. It's nice exactly where I'm at. But it's your but place. it is truly pretty fucking whack, dude. But it's not about it. All right. I, you know, like, but that's the thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, the East Coast is whack. I'm going to go to California. Some fucking retard ass no, shit like that. No, you want to go, go in the middle the of fuck? nowhere. I want to go no, where no, are no people. No. <laughs> okay. No, no, Flame. No. Like, Yakov, like, that's your place, right? I I don't identify as such. A lot of people say that like they're willing oh, to stay God. in the place they're in, no matter how shitty it is, and fight for it. I don't feel so much that way. I feel like if I was, if I could be more comfortable in Thailand, I'm in fucking Thailand. Yeah, I don't Carl, give shut a shit, the fuck dude. up. I don't shut give a the shit fuck up. up. It's all lost, dude. This country's fucking lost. There's places you can run away and still have a, a good family for a fucking few generations, but it's coming for you. It's fucking coming for it, you. It, yeah, he's right. 20 years right. from now, I'm going to visit you on Christmas, and you're going to be doing the fucking bit, and I'm going to say, hey, I was right, Yakov. Fuck you. I don't no, know, man, like... because everywhere else I go, I feel I feel it like it's a lot fucking nicer. And I'm talking about fucking laws and shit like that. It, and not even, like, important things. But, like, when you go into a Walmart in Kentucky and you can just buy fucking guns, you realize how, like, how free some people actually are. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kentucky's based. Uh, Tom's fucking states are way more fucking free. Probably. Yeah, everyone uh, moved to my state because uh, it's cool and fun. But... We have a fucking overlooming shadow. All states have. Do we I all know? know but eventually, you gotta just like, dude. Like, okay. So the, the last federal like, government, dude, is what makes last, everything like, fucking gay. The yeah. last like couple yes, weeks, it is. not I, cool. The last yeah. like couple weeks, I've actually like started cutting uh, certain ties with certain things, and I've becoming uh, more at peace with the things that fucking happen to me. And I don't fucking care yeah, anymore, dude. At. You know what I'm talking about. You know no. goddamn what I'm talking about. You, you need to get a picture of yourself like in the Buddha pose, Matt, and then we'll make a t-shirt out of that. Why the are you going to make fun of me because I'm fucking fat? You're going to rub your belly for good luck, dude. It's I mean, I wasn't trying to go on that angle. I was saying like because he doesn't give a fuck. He's all zen now and shit. But damn, y'all want to just go in on him. 
Everyone makes fun of me all the time. I Xavier know. Waffles is offering to get Matt a forest service job. I love that. That sounds base, dude. Yeah, yeah please. Dude, uh, that would be fucking awesome, Matt. Go for that. That's yeah, like it. Send, I'll say that they're calling. Send uh, Yakov a fucking uh, email. I'll, I'll, I'll literally <laughs> look into that. I got nothing to fucking lose. <laughs> Speaking of forest service, um, do you think you'd see Big Bigfoot? Big butt, big uh, probably. Are you able to smoke weed on that job? Because I'll do that too. Hey, ain't nobody looking at right you. You and Bigfoot are the only ones out there, brother. Uh, hey, Matthew. hey, no, but Matthew. like, uh, yes, 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 Ian, yes. Uh, when you when you were when you were talking about uh, southern uh, states and stuff, you reminded me of uh, of a post I posted a long time ago. Okay. Uh, it was a picture of uh, a big family, and they had lots of pictures. of Pictures of Jesus and Holy Mary on their okay. wall. And, yeah, I want to say right uh, now wrote... because of the something in the chat, it's very important. Xavier Waffles, say you're joining the Discord now. If you're, if you seriously want to proposition Matt for even if it's halfway serious and you don't even know where it's at or where anything, if you don't know the logistics, fucking email me. You don't got to pay to get in. If you're serious about that, fucking email what, me. What what is he trying to like? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter, but I it sounds awesome. D- business gets emails versus. Hey, everybody that that's like you know listening and shit. Like I will do the fucking bit. Like <laughs> I'm here right, for right. it. Uh, Morpheus, do you know where you're at? Did I fuck up your whole train of thought? No, I don't know. It happens. It happens. About, it's my bad. Dude. No, you were talking about, about one feet. of the Muslim families that you were talking about. Right, well, no, no, Muslim. You've... No, it was fucking Christian. Anyway, uh, the picture. I'm going to send it to you uh, in a few seconds. Anyway, I wrote this Jeez. on it. It was long time ago. I wrote, uh, real patriotism is the willingness to take down the government when it doesn't serve its people, when it is conducting psychological operations to dismantle the family, the collective, and turn the folk submissive, weak, obedient to the divided individuals, do the reverse, serving the government back. And that's how it works. You know, they start with the family, because family, you know, creates society. It creates tribe. From tribe, it creates a nation. And it goes like that, you know. So they start with the family. They divide it. So they promote individualism, just like we talked about, you know, uh, the separation of, uh, you know, the separation between parents and their their yeah. child, oh, yeah. you know, their children, you know. Yeah, it's and all it a reflection like of that. a broken system, and it goes in steps, microcosms, macrocosms, and it's just the same fucking broken-ass thing. And that's the thing, is that that's why I love Chris Chan, is that he is a macrocosm of my microcosm, I feel like. All the, the effects he has felt, all the dejection and all that shit, is, it's stuff I've felt on much, much smaller levels. I think everybody's getting that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I say that too, because, like, I don't want to sound all social justice and all this bullshit, but I'm I'm about to say it. Like all that shit you see <laughs> that George like I could be George Floyd tomorrow, dude. Like you could be George Floyd tomorrow, dude. Like I'm we telling are you, George Floyd. we are all George because I'm telling you, dude, like it doesn't matter where you come from or what color you are, dude. Like we could all be George Floyd. We all can't breathe in some yeah. way or another. <laughs> I'm dying air. I'm dying, dying, dying to get to Bigfoot content. Everybody's dying. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Then bring fucking bring do, it. Let's do it. Do it. Let's do it. Am I sharing um, my yeah. uh, my shit here? Yeah, I see you Bigfoot can't breathe. 
Your fucking True. sunburn ass. All right, all right, all right. Let's get this. First of all, first and foremost, uh, tinfoil GF. How do we feel Hello. about her? She, she wears a hat. She lives in an igloo. Ten ten. I, I could channel energy from her right now. She's, no, that's what the fucking tinfoil's there for. It's blocking mm-hmm. all of that. That's why she got the tinfoil hat and she's living in a tinfoil igloo. As someone that lives in a tinfoil igloo, she looks like play, shit. Play you the video. Introduce Matt. <laughs> I played this on Mega Streamcast. So yeah. Matt, is this your girlfriend? Tiny I, little I bit hope. of this. Dude, dude, once he plays her, and I smell the drones. I was trying you. to record the sound of the drones. Let's go it. Predator drones are cooking you. Cooking you, people. TIs. They never stop. It's just like nonstop Where's helicopter sounds above she the hot? house. And I- there. Do you guys see it? Oh, she's out of the UK. Yeah. Or is she from yeah, Boston? Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a doctor, actually. Believe it or not. God damn All right. it. Fuck this to... shit. Let's talk about Bigfoot. It's way more fun, right? Georgia oh. Bigfoot. What? Why'd you bring her up? Yeah. She, I did that I, on I Mega Streamcast. So Everybody oh, that was it. leftover? Was wow. Like... Yakov cucked me yet again. Damn. So oh, this one's a this... fat boy. He do. Nice I, see, I, one. I feel I like I see the sagittal crest there. Oh yeah, you see all the whole nine yards. This is a good video. Yeah, yeah no, this is I very good. It, it looks like a fucking her. like a Nat Geo gorilla video. Man, They're like, yeah, fucked <laughs> me. This sucks. What do you think of Bigfoot, Matt? Yeah, you're nay on this one. I didn't get to see the fucking girl. It was. I don't like give a shit to get about that. Tough, tough cookies, you bitch. Wow. <laughs> now what I want to I want to know here the arm length is one thing I'm trying to know. I'm trying so hard. And from what I'm seeing right here arm length is like down almost to the knees. That's a child. This I'm protesting. I'm protesting adolescent child. It's an I'm adolescent Yakov. One who is more likely to be adventurous and to mess with people and to be seen. Everyone should he, he likes Yakov. snacks. He, he likes there snacks. For the snacks without a doubt. He is forging further, so it could be on a ride. What? Mod, fucking protest. What are you Please doing? Please ignore him. Uh, political what? activism is haram in Islam. Now look at the shape. The shape no. of that body is it's fucking it's fucking me up, dude. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is he's fat. Yeah, like, this he is looks a like he's a big old gut, dude. Hey, this is not that. like other Bigfoot. This is not like other Bigfoot. Can, can you play that's that video hold again? Hold on, hold on. It's just a black Neanderthal. Really? Were they all that's black? Good. The Cheddar Man? Yeah. yeah Homo cool. erectus cannot be this big. Do you guys see the uh, the sagittal crest that I'm could. talking about? The cone head? My Homo erectus is that big. <laughs> you are a homo. Homo. I'm saying it. I believe this. I'm I'm also looking for like uh, breaks in the suit potentially. Yeah, and I'm getting a maybe a little bit of a sense of that around the waist, but it's a fat boy is the problem. Uh, maybe in the back of the head, but the thing is like, what gorilla costumes put on a sagittal crest? The answer is like none. And another thing, first of all, it opens the video, and it looks like he's sneaking around in like a fucking like a crawl. Are you guys seeing that, or is yeah. that just a difference in height? That's one thing Bigfoot is said to do is uh, crawl around like that, get behind large rocks. And you'll have the stories about like um, people disappearing in like the, uh, you know, 
side by side berry bushes when they're kind of enclosed or, or the boulders, people disappearing into the boulders. And that's one thing they say is that they'll they'll hide behind stuff like that, behind trees, and you'll just be able to make them out. And that would be their survival strategy, like that evolution supposedly has granted them uh, the ability to be undetected. That That is what they do instead of getting aggressive or anything like that. That's why they're so hard to d- detect. I mean, that, that's kind of like what we would do when we... Like in the in the wilderness, like yeah. I, I would like post up against a tree and so, just like be all silent. Yeah. So like in isn't in, that crazy? Uh, in like, tribal cultures, especially like the Zulu, they had scouts that could not. You couldn't hear any of their footfalls. Uh, it was scary for the British because the British would line up for a firing line, and then all of a sudden. They would have hundreds of Zulu warriors just three feet in front of them. So it is possible for a humanoid to, especially if it's barefoot, to uh, learn stealth pretty often. But I think because it's an adolescent, uh, it's it's forging way closer to human habitation than it should be. There you go. No, you know, mermaids. Trying mermaids to prove himself. He got a taste for the cheetos. Yeah. You know, wads. Wads. Mermaids. Mermaids are just say, just say, sailors, coomer propaganda. I believe it. So this Bigfoot must be just some, I don't know, just schizophrenic imagination. You know, sometimes. We're, this, we're all sharing the hallucination. I'll come on this thing. <laughs> I come for Bigfoot. Asterio asks, where was this recorded? Georgia is all I have. That's all the information I got. Classic wood booger. Go on to uh, a Pennsylvania account. Supposedly, the Bucks County mayor from Pennsylvania had a Bigfoot sighting. Let's see what the fuck he had to say about it, huh? The mayor? Yeah, let's check it out. It's a legend many claim to have witnessed. North, North, I call the news. Bucks County mayor says, Love my trees. Love my boulders. What he heard. Alicia is here with his story, and Alicia, this is one oh, he's been dude. telling okay. for Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Smash or pass on Alicia, did they say? Smash or pass? Yeah. Check on the right there. Uh, yeah. smash. smash. Hard. Smash. She's, Hard. Volu- she's voluptuous. Mm. Large breasts, and look at those thighs. Think I'm she's tired. Those, look at those, those hips, dude. She thinks she's wearing those leggings that, like, conceal her gut. Maybe that flops out. I hope not. Yeah, me too. I, you never know until it's too late. I mean, like, at that point, yeah, it's too late, but you gotta go ahead. Yeah, you I'm going to, you're gonna forget me at that point? No, yeah. Yes, <laughs> in July of I bury my Mayor Greg Stokes was camping in Pike County. He hears rustling outside of the tent. It's something large and menacing, he says, something on two feet. Then he hears a Your scream mom. that was horrifying and still haunting. This thing let out the scream from hell um so i pulled up right in my tent and this thing vibrated my body do you think he won another election and it had this he's going for the bigfoot vote yeah i'd probably worked out for him huge huge resonance and it was close enough to me that i could hear its lips pop apart when it actually started to scream uh it was very very low guttural (laughs) tone and a very very high pitched tone 
So Mayor Stokes says he is 99% sure it was... You know, they just cut off the mayor. I know, that pisses me off. Only because he didn't actually see the creature. He has spent the last 37 years reading and researching... If I was a mayor, I would have called my connections and got that bitch fired. <laughs> you're fucking... You think you can cut me off, bitch? I'm the fucking mayor. ...reported a year. Uh, there's probably triple that number that actually Who the fuck was happened, that? Mute that shit. But uh, people don't report them. This is the mayor's phone. I've had people laugh. <laughs> okay. I don't care. When people hear your story and you know there are critics, what do you say? You should have been laying in the tent with me. Stokes is the speaker at the next meeting. In what did he mean by that? Next week, <laughs> Bigfoot should have been in that tent with me. Of course, but also to understand the species that they all believe are living among us. In our wood. Among us, Among Us. I'm going to play the Among Us drift theme. I mean, it's his story. Imagine, imagine if Bigfoot had sex with this lassie on the, on the right. Imagine the boy would be. I would watch that. I would raise that. He'd look like me. He'd look like Flame. Raising Bigfoot. Matt will always be the baby Bigfoot. That's what Shaggy Tudor said. <laughs> that makes it canon. Shaggy Tudor said that. Yeah, he called him a baby Bigfoot and said Mama Bigfoot <laughs> was going to carry him away into the wilderness. <laughs> and then he called him Sweaty Man. <laughs> Shaggy fucking Tudor. No goddamn joke. <sighs> the great times. Ah, uh, yeah. It's, the funny thing is, like, he that guy he talks in such like a. Um, like a Detroit accent, so I could just imagine like <laughs> this shit's just so funny. Dude. Classic. It was. That would have been classic. fucking funny to hear that. I know we were standing there in line, <laughs> like like I've told before, with the fucking camera, the video camera, ready to go, and the fucking homie, too tough Tony or whatever, was like, "Nah, you can't bring that in." Like, fuck. Fuck, oh, dude. Whatever. We got another yeah, Bigfoot yeah. video. What about your phone? Like, they, there were, like, no phone videos? No, there was no video. Fuck. No video was allowed. Let's check this fucking shit out. Now, potato vision. Granted. Look at the movements in this critter. You think a bear would move like that? It looks like it's deep in the snow. I have no idea where this video is from. Don't ask me. I'm good, Professor. How are you? You think that's just a guy? No. What do you think it is, a gin? Yeah. Look at his tits. Oh, look at that. Classic, classic Bigfoot stride. Arms down to the knees, sagittal crest. I want to say a brow ridge, but maybe that's being too hopeful. It does have a brow ridge and, uh, and a short snout, is what I'm saying. Look maybe, at that, maybe Bigfoot is just a mix between a gorilla and a hominid uh, made by pipe, you know, CIA shit. I've and we all heard like Stal Stalin's uh, attempt to like create chimpanzee human super soldiers or whatever the fuck. Uh, from what I've read, it is actually like theoretically possible that a an ape and a human could breed. And while there's enough genetic difference to make it like practically impossible, like in theory, I've heard that it, it could be done. Yeah, they're close, you know, 46 uh, chromosomes to 48, so it's kind of close. Looking at the we thing, need, we need to test it. Well, I heard that. I heard that specifically when I was reading about the orangutan that they would, like, have in a brothel and people would come and pay to fuck it. 
So it was like in regards to that story specifically. It was shaved. Don't worry. They shaved it. <laughs> do you know? Do you know the propaganda to to hide uh, Fauci's uh, hands and in, in the creation of HIV? They said the patient zero of HIV was was is a gay who was sleeping with you know thousands of uh, partners. That's correct. But the incorrect thing is uh, they say he slept with an ape. That's yes, how he that is common. HIV. That is commonly said. You're saying Fauci did it. Uh, Fauci is in league with Bigfoot. That's probably yeah. true. He's the only one Fauci. who hasn't gotten vaxxed yet. Jesus Christ. The final, the final vaccine will turn everybody into Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, God. Take me. <laughs> Take my money. Get the jab. <laughs> I'm in, dude. The only way. Imagine if the jab was, was done on the... Just imagine, and, and, and the needle is very fucking big. Imagine tabin needles. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I do have more Bigfoot content. I should have spaced it out a little better. Now I gotta read. I spent fucking half a mega streamcast reading like Francis E. Deck, and oh boy, am I paying the price. <clears throat> Alright. So what the fuck do I have? I got some stories. I got the account of the human Bigfoot War of 1855. <laughs> Do you think I got any citations for this? I don't. But I got the story. Source. It's fine. <laughs> to me in a dream. The very, the very bizarre account begins in 1855 in the region of the present U.S. states of Oklahoma and Arkansas, where the once mighty Choctaw nation of Native Americans once ruled over all they saw. In this year, there was an apparent scourge of unseen bandits venturing forth from the wilderness to steal vegetables and even livestock. This might have been the end of it if it were not for the claim that the trespassers are said to have soon graduated to kidnapping people, mostly children, which provoked a fierce reaction in the tribe. A search party was allegedly formed, composed of a group of uncommonly large cavalry warriors uh, called the Light Horsemen, the largest of whom was the towering Hamas Tubby and his six sons, who were widely reported as standing at around seven feet or more in height. These real giants, along with a contingent of 30 other very large and fierce horseback riding warriors, headed out led by a part French, part Choctaw general by the name of Joshua Lafour. Lafleur, and their mission was to find the culprits and put an end to their reign. As they headed out into the wilderness in the early morning hours from the tribal capital of Tuscaloma, fully armed with high-powered rifles and pistols and thirsty for vengeance, these menacing proud warriors no doubt thought that this would be a simple matter of routing some ragtag group of bandits. Yet they were, they were in for quite a bizarre surprise, to say the least. The group of warriors penetrated deep into the region, which is now known as the McCurtain County Wilderness Area of present-day Oklahoma, and after eight hours of riding nonstop through the blazing June sun, they stopped at a spot near the Clover River to rest and eat before remounting and continuing on the last leg of their tiring journey. It was after nearly 14 hours of almost nonstop riding that the men reached the area where the bandits were said to be most active, and it was here that Lafleur suddenly gave the order to halt, as if he had seen something that caught his attention. Using a crude telescope, Lafleur peered off into the distance as the men rumbled amongst themselves and the horses huffed and chuffed. The general claimed he could see something moving about ahead, and voiced his confidence that it was the enemy before putting the telescope aside and giving the, the warriors the order to charge. The massive bloodthirsty warriors must have been quite a sight as they howled and rushed their horses through the trees in a mad dash into battle, weapons drawn and ready to fight. 
Yet their powerful drive forward was soon brought to a halt when the unbearable stench of decay hit them like a wall and their steeds began to inexplicably buck and rear in an abrupt, profound panic, knocking several of them to the mossy ground to writhe around, hacking and coughing. Such was the intensity of the supposed olfactory assault. Some of the warriors, including the Tubbies and Lafleur himself, were alleged to be able to control their animals and advance past this nauseating wave of rotting stink to rush towards the bandits, and as they exploded out into a forest clearing, the source of the Stygian stench was clear. There, in the center of the clearing, they found what was described as some sort of earthen mound that had embedded within it and strewn about it numerous corpses in varying levels of decomposition, drawing a fog of flies that droned all about the startled warriors." Of human bandits, there was no sign, but looming nearby were three enormous ape-like creatures covered in hair, so tall as to dwarf even the most statuesque of the tubbies themselves. These beast men purportedly stood there, gl- stood there, glaring in their direction, completely unafraid of the tribal warriors. What purportedly followed next is just as dramatic and over-the-top as any action movie, allegedly. Lafleur is said to have charged the strange beasts without hesitation, pistol and saber in hand, and howling the whole time. One of the creatures stepped forward and lashed out with a massive hand to swat the general's horse to the side of its head with a thunderous blow that sent it sprawling to the ground dead. Lafleur was ejected to the ground, but was soon on his feet with pistol blazing, managing to hit the wild man several times but barely slowing it down at all. Even after sustaining several gunshot wounds, it barely bled at all, seemed to have not even felt it, and lunged forward to grab the man by the head, and he ripped it clean off. All of this had happened before the others had even any time to react, nor indeed even process the situation at all, and they had witnessed it in a wide-eyed stupor. Upon seeing their general slump to the ground uh, without a head as this vicious ape creature loomed over his carcass, they produced their rifles and launched a withering volley of bullets at the monster, which managed to drop all but one of them. The grievously injured creature purportedly limped off in a bid to escape, but was set upon by one of the Tubby brothers, who pounced and apparently cut its head off with a hunting knife. Uh, In the aftermath, it was just a few scattered native warriors poised and ready for the next attack that would never come. The smell of gun smoke and that fetid stench of dead bodies, feces, and urine lingering all around them in the background uh, that... In the background, that tubby brother crouched over the hulking beast with blood in his knife and hands. The natives then went about the grim work of burying the dead, finding the bodies of at least 19 children among them, and the bodies of the hulking beasts were burned on a bonfire. That is the end of the story. <clears throat> so, uh, several questions. What year is this reportedly? 1855. 1855, and they don't have muzzle loading. Not um... It's not a muzzle-loading pistol? I have no goddamn idea how this works. Because it says, it says he fired several shots with his pistol. So I do. Some assuming... black nationalists told me that they were click-clacking around this country with Uzis back before the white man even came. <laughs> so I wouldn't write it off. Uh, Could be true. Second <laughs> him... question. I don't think a hunting knife would be enough to cut off a Bigfoot's head. That specifically reminds me of the story of David and Goliath. This is this is right out of Beowulf with the mound and the bones. And it's a good story. Um, I'd like to see the movie. Look at the I bones! Mean, make Val Kilmer the lead. I'm in. He's like. Yeah, I mean, there. having like a revolving pistol would be possible. I mean, the first patent was filed in 36, 1836. It would be possible, but for like a roving band of natives led by a half Frenchman, uh. 
right around the start of the Civil War. I don't think so. We call did you find days. any? Did you find any information on the Tubby brothers? They were tall. Any, any, do they have any living relatives? <laughs> no, they all died in the human Bigfoot Wars of 1855. So no, no, no female, no female <laughs> relatives to mm. mm. Where were we here? I did have a little more Bigfoot. Make sure it's not too much to fucking read, or I'll. Just I'm on the side of Bigfoot. Off. You know, it's hard to maintain that level of protein nowadays. Small child help. <laughs> That's true. It is a small snack that keeps your energy up. I agree with that. I also I read a story about a pilot in Alaska having his wife stolen by Bigfoot. So like, I don't know the Bigfoot stealing motif. It's very interesting to me. It's way more interesting than any other theories about people missing in the wilderness. I want it to be Bigfoot. I want to believe. The power of belief will make it so. I also found out that there is a Bigfoot cult, which shouldn't be surprising. Uh, what is it titled? <laughs> Sasquatch Close Encounter Network for Interspecies Communication, which already sounds sexual. Might have, might have more information on this to come. I think it's a UFO cult, and the head of it is a guy named Sunbow Truman, I believe. Or something equally fucking stupid. <laughs> we'll have to check that out sometime. Hey. Yeah, it kind That's of That's going to be the next uh, Skinwalker meetup. I'm in. <laughs> so we can move to uh, gang stalking a little bit here, I believe. Uh, I just, watch I some just gang found, stalking uh, shit? Yeah, yeah. I, I just found a, an article uh, in, in a website called Occult Word. It is uh, talking about Bigfoot. And there I found a picture of some men collecting his uh, hands or feet, maybe. Bigfoot My... feet, big feet. Yeah, I'm gonna send it. To you, man. I'm gonna send it. Get that, get that feet on the screen. Did, did he? Did he go on to uh, direct several hit movies? <laughs> yeah. Was it Dan Schneider? Was it Quentin Tarantino? That's who I was thinking about. Epstein. What's your favorite was, Epstein movie? He was the, was the footman. Jeffrey R. Epstein. Oh man, foot picks. All right, let me get these foot picks on screen. Why the fuck not? It's always good to have foot picks. Everybody appreciates it. Hell yeah! You guys may say some things while I get foot picks up. Uh, I personally don't care much for foot feet picks. I would, I would suck toes. Oh no, I wouldn't even do that. I wouldn't even do that for the hoes. Because some hoes out here, they, they fucking have you know, their fucking you know, roaches yeah. in their bitch. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> when, you're, when you're in a shower and finally clean in between your toes, feels great. <laughs> we need to get, I still have a snapshot of your feet, Flame. I need to, like, Photoshop <laughs> Juggalos. Juggalo foot. Juggalo feet. <laughs> Photoshop. Photoshop a juggalo's face under his foot. Photoshop Shaggy under his foot. Having a hard time getting these feet picks up because I'm half retarded. Shaggy on the left, Island J on the right. Hell. Assume they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> like two hands. The Bigfoot's feet. Like two cubits. Yeah, you just imagine how big they can be. I, I wear a size 13, so they're a little bit bigger than that. They're like snowshoes. 
No, uh, uh, the timing of uh, the appearance of Bigfoot, you know, it just goes along with the UFO shit and, and aliens and stuff. And I guess they're preparing for something, you know. Um, maybe Bigfoot someday. is or the, the Illuminati? Everything, you know, everything is in the perfect place and the time, you know. And I what guess is Bigfoot... Big you know, uh, uh, you know, aliens coming to to Earth and 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 you know, making us slaves for them. I guess that's just you know, some fucking demonic entities are gonna embody. Well, do, uh, you know, are you of the opinion that in the end times that quote unquote like monstrous races will reappear on the Earth? Yeah, it's possible. It's very. Why do you yeah. believe that? Right? Yeah, this is supported by Hadith. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know why? Because. You know the shit is going to the edge. It's it's it keeps pushing and pushing. Well, to the edge, you know? if, and when you reach the fucking edge, there is I, I could I could give some credence to that. Um, we we live in in an age where like we we are going to be going towards the cyberpunk universe. Like we are going towards the cyberpunk reality. We broke a cycle. We broke. Pe a cycle. People are people are going to take body modification to a whole another level. No, there there could be uh, there could be like people like you know having these heavy body modifications of falling under psychosis they becoming monsters or like you know they're becoming essence demonic in their own like their lives so i'll ask you what i'm we, drinking in the chat this is peach whiskey it tastes pretty good to be honest but it's not my speed my bad anything else flame no nah. I do uh, want to be talking about gang stalking. Let's go into this. Uh, I, got, you know, I, got you know, I do want to probably try some of that peach whiskey. You know, yeah. you know flamey. Old camp. Flamey. Old you know, camp is you know the thing. It's good. The thing of, uh, you know, the pattern of the cycle. You know, everything was, was, was repeating, you know. The downfalls of empires and the rises and the downfalls and the rises. <clears throat> the, the eras, you know. What the is the gang stalk? Then we have the cyberpunk. Which is kind of pushing to the edge, pushing to the AI that is full the of the dawn of Francis E. Deck and this the Frankenstein computer god. Yeah, Frank every now and Bumbler Bigfoot. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I guess the age of aliens are just gonna be some demons uh, embodying uh, that you know that image of the alien, the CIA mid made. made our heads, you know, uh, a triangle head with big eyes. That's not really a an alien. That's just a deception. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't like, have a pussy though. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure it's got a wake Maybe Ooh, they're gonna be in here. <laughs> Imagine putting your your dickers into an alien, and and inside the vagina there's testicles. Oh, hmm. no. <laughs> Look, you're making this needlessly complicated. I've already fucked the thing. Listen, if I'm already like, if I'm already inside, it's, it's already done. It's already Game done. over, dude. Well, already done. I already did it. This is like a cigarette afterwards. Are we ready to how the sausage is made, bro? Are we That's ready disgusting. to go into fucking gang stalking yet? Go oh, ahead, God, go please. <laughs> Oh, daddy, please it. gang stalk me. <laughs> oh, Cyberpunk gang stalk Don't me. fucking threaten me. I'll, yes. threaten me. I'll gang stalk every oh. single one of you. You motherfuckers will find Ooh. out. Three.
Insiders Don't tell on me. the news. Of the insiders, we investigate the phenomenon Ooh. of gang stalking. WTXL ABC twenty. No gang stalking, like specifically Normies mentioned. Have found out. On some. Yeah. This is years ago too. I wish I had the. I should have taken down the years for all of these, but it's it's. The, honestly, this stuff seems like gang stalking was kind of catching on here and there in local news before people knew what it was and realized like all these people are schizophrenic. But at the same time, I do think there are some people who probably are being gang stalked and maybe some of these yeah. are those people. Some of these people who are going to be highlighted over these videos that I'm going to show seem pretty normal. It's hard to say. It's hard to say, but let's go on. Let's, let's get actual media response to gang stalking. The phenomenon of gang stalking. WTXL ABC 27's Paulo Salazar examines the events that led to one man taking a gun on FSU's campus and opening fire. So this was the Florida State University shooting. I believe this was 2008, if I'm not mistaken. And the dude, he uploaded a manifesto. And they're going to show a little bit of that. And one day I would like to go over the whole thing. But I don't know if it's the right, this is the right format for it. So. The only format you have, Matt. Oh, you mean the podcast? Today, many will uh, never forget the Tallahassee and beyond. What started out as a night of but studying the college of a library turned to tragedy man. because of one man, Myron May. May believed he was a victim of gang stalking. Well, tonight you'll hear from May in his own chilling words, pleading for anyone to understand him as we examine just what is gang stalking. Kind of my last words. Um, it's really unfortunate that I have to make this video. You see, I am a victim of covert harassment uh, and electronic harassment. <laughs> I love this. On November 20th, 2014, 31-year-old Myron May walks into Strozier Library on the campus Big of Big Virgin State Energy University there. and opens fire. Three people are injured. May tries to leave campus and a shootout with police in front of the library ends violently. The medical examiner confirming May was shot 24 times by police. Right. For now, got they seem to be back to normal on campus. Got to make sure, you know. But it was here. You hit him with the dead so eye. Ago on a tragic night, <laughs> and had been wondering what could make Best a man stop and lose control. <laughs> what causes a seemingly well-liked guy to plan a mass murder? The bow tie, the is bow tie has never. Or as many suggest, such a shame. Shelton Benjamin had to do this. The cause. Hold up to drive a targeted individual crazy. If you search gang stalking on the internet, you can find thousands of people all over the world describing similar circumstances. Those who feel they're victims of gang stalking truly believe people are out to get them. They employ isolation tactics. Um, they basically try to convince your family, your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, uh, that they should be keeping an eye on you. In a two-hour video diary that May released before the shooting, he explains how and when he started to believe he was a targeted individual. A constant bout of noise that is never-ending is designed to keep the targeted individual on edge. In September of 2014, while May was living in Las Cruces, New Mexico, he filed a police report. In the incident report, May told police that someone put a camera in his apartment and that he was hearing voices coming through the walls. May began to believe family and friends were in on the conspiracy to make him crazy. 
I am totally they not were. crazy. I'm, I'm completely sane, but they've employed these tactics against me as well to try to make me appear uh, to be a crazy person. Tyrone Du, an advocate and victim of gang stalking, says it's hard to prove that gang stalking is not just in your mind. It's virtually impossible to be able to tell that someone is being attacked. One thing I find very interesting here, this is your guy Tyrone Dew here. He's the advocate. Uh, he's an advocate and a victim of gang stalking, allegedly. Dew, there's no way that's his actual last name. That is Directed Energy Weapon. That's a fucking acronym that gang stalking <laughs> victims use all the fucking time. He's a perp, bro. He's a perp. So Simple it's little as. things like that. It tells me the fucking media is just not catching on, which fucking shocker, right? <laughs> this is just trying to make fun of them. These weapons that are being used. Well, to be honest to me, it uh, is kind of trying to it, it. It's being so fucking like objective, like too objective almost. But at the same time, it's like this dude sounds sane. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. It's against you. We can only see the direct effects and these effects you know, really seem like symptoms. And what unfolded that Thursday morning in November is testimony of just how bad those suffering from mental illness can get. Through the entire process, Myron May believed he was being stalked. There have been a shooting in the library. Stay where you are. Father, forgive me for what I'm about to do. Forgive me for all of my sins, past sins, present sins, any future sins. I'm sorry that my faith was so weak. Amen. That is the end of my personal story. As for one of May's victims, Ronnie Ahmed, who's now paralyzed as a result of they a shooting. could have chose any better picture than that. He's back in school yeah. and moving on. To <laughs> they do it like crazy. Insiders, you can email us your... I'm so happy. That was the flattering picture. We should get Ahmed on the, on the show. So what's our what's our verdict with that guy? Are we saying totally schizo? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Man. What's that? I don't know, man. I, I was on the schizo side because mm -hmm. I'm uh, that's kind of where I lie. But when you fucking pointed out like that, that guy's last name is not do. It's not real. Like, the guy, hey, the guy, he, he, the you know, it's possible. It's possible <laughs> to impersonate a, a faithful fellow, you know, forgive me, father, and all this stuff. It, it's possible. You're right. To, to it's very, it's father. not hard to do that. Like, I mean, I'm looking at it like this is a guy who had a job. He's got like a diploma on the fucking wall. He seemed to have his shit together. And I don't know. I would is, like to know how old he was. I'm not sure. That's if, if you're schizophrenic, if you if you're schizophrenic for real, you impersonate perfectly. Yeah, maybe he's a schizo. It, he might have been in his early twenties. I I can't tell how old he was because black don't crack and whatnot. But I I, have, I don't know how old he was, and I want to look into that because if it's early twenties, that's the perfect time for the schizophrenic break. I want to Google you know, it right uh, now. You know, I he, he did look late. pretty damn young. He did. I he, I have to say he's probably twenty one. Like if he's in this is in college, yeah, homeboy's probably twenty one. Maybe I don't know. You know, were there uh, are there any notable fraternities at the college that could have triggered no this goddamn idea? Uh, the fraternity of gang stalking sounds fun. Yeah, they, this. they do that all the time. That's how they get school shooters and shit. Is they gang stalk them until they break. What the fraternity associated with gang stalking? Okay, okay, so. Yeah. Myron May was 31 at the time. So that's late for a schizophrenic break. This was legit 
gang stalking. This was gang stalking. This legit. You know, uh, you know uh, Chris Chan. I, I wanted to <laughs> link it. Yeah, maybe he was gangster to to rape his mother. He, well, that's, that is no, an argument Chris that people was, have made. He's gang stalked by the the normal man. Like the, what we saw here was gang stalked by nefarious, dark, or maybe government. Chris Chan gang stalking. That's like guys in this podcast. Like yeah, this is like this is No, I'm saying like it's guys like us that did that gang stalking. This, you know, just average ass Joe's, I guess. You know the CRA loner. Yeah, he was a loner. He looks virgin and lonely. You know, that's a target for CIA. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. We are all targets for yeah. CIA. Potentially, you got to be fucking yeah. smart, and if you're not smart, then you are the mark. You're the fucking <sighs> mark, and they're coming for you. Uh, yeah, they they're looking for they for the MK Ultra thing. They're they have a set criteria what they look for. Um, I went really. I don't. I don't really remember everything off the top of my head, but I did an episode on this. The nine on not when when Yakov left and he did his own thing for a little bit, and uh, we were with EXO. I did an episode on this MK Ultra shit that goes in depth of what kind of people are targeted. Like, like a prime example would be like the Sirhan Sirhan. Uh, if anybody's familiar with the JFK shooting with Sirhan Sirhan. Anyone? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so like that that individual RFK? Uh, Yeah, RFK. RFK. Uh that he's a prime example of he basically was like the everything su- uh suggestible um open to a spirituality to occultism. Uh, yeah, he he was able to put his own self into hypnotism. Uh, you know, like there there's like specific categories that the MK Ultra people are uh, are picked out for. Uh, you were trying to say something. You, you seen flame, flame, Jesus Christ! When you say when you said JFK, you know, they, yeah, they, they, I didn't mean JFK. RRK. Yeah, but, but that's but that's a good synchronicity. I wouldn't say coincidence. Uh, you know, you know, uh, they they always attached uh, the term gang stalking. Why why wouldn't wouldn't they you know propose the um, the possibility of government stalking? You know, they are if they, they are did, usually it is it well, is the, the federal government funding the local yeah. government who is employing your community. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's you know media. You well, know, it, media it seems like is. the community because like what better what better uh, disguises would you have than being the gardener outside, being yeah, the if, fucking mailman? You know, you know, uh, if the media uh, started linking dots in you know, you know, and and talked about governments talking, not gangs talking, you would you would you would see the thing, the same thing happened with Jeff K. You know. Uh, uh, executing the uh, conspiracy theory operation, you know, discrediting anyone who who digs into this stuff. If anyone comes at that time and a whistleblower, you know, and links the dots between the gang and governments, see a backlash of the CIA, and everything will will fade away in a very short time. But since it was working for them as a distraction, you know, gang was 
was was linked to a mob or something, you know, something linked to 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 the people, not the government. So they kept it, you know, viral and stuff. But if it was dangerous to the CIA or government, you wouldn't even see it, wouldn't even witness it, wouldn't even know it. And and I guess that was just a distraction. That was just a distraction. But you can clearly see the, you know, uh, the details and the characteristics of government. He said cameras, he said voices. Uh, yeah. He said, a, you know, I mean, surveillance. If, assuming it's true, it takes a certain level of technological capability. Yeah, surveillance. You know, power. You need. You need. You need. You need power. You need. You need governmental power to survey someone. You know. Orchestration. His home. Yeah. It's government. It's government. I agree. And I think there are definitely people who are being used like that. It's just like when I go on fucking... Dude, I was was going all over the fucking gang stalking... Well, that's that's true. We're going to get into that with more yeah, videos I have. Okay. But I'm like on the gang stalking Reddit and it's like half these motherfuckers if you like cl- who are posting about gang stalking and you click their post history, fucking um they're all they literally have questions and they're being like does meth make you feel like you're being gang stalked and like they're they're on meth and shit. <laughs> Without a fucking doubt, half of them at least. So the only only reason I was on Reddit gang stalking, our gang stalking is because I I I looked there once in a while, but I hit fucking uh, sort by top all time, and I realized my meme was at the top, the all time top thing on that fucking board, and that made me feel very good. I've announced that like five times today because I am proud of myself. All right, let's move on to to more gang stalking. I didn't post it on Reddit, by the way. I didn't do that. Someone else did it because it was so good. Well, maybe you sensed it, that feeling that you're being watched. Well, the state has laws against stalking on the books, making it a felony. But what if police don't recognize it? And what if it's a complete stranger who's bothering you? Tonight, Joe Conger and the I-Team investigates. The federal government can't do that to you because the federal government has a law The argument with that, and I don't know, I can't do it specifically, but I've heard a lot of arguments that that, uh, the Patriot Act fucked all of that up. And that's kind of right. in my stance is that like they they made it so that even the guy next door can be a terrorist and like I just, and I remember it kills me because I remember telling my parents this in like 2007 being like next it'll be the the guy with the blonde hair and blue eyes and that's who they'll be going after saying they're a terrorist and that's like where we're at now right uh, Alex Jones made, right again they made the term and like the concepts of terrorism so they can make some law. So, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. they create their well, own they fucking just, field. They just change around the words and definitions however they see fit. I mean, you could classify the American revolutionaries as terrorists. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. It's whoever the boogeyman needs to be at any given time. Right. I feel that I've lost my mind. I've lost my life. Incident reports from law enforcement tell the tale. Numerous break-ins at the address. I'm favor. To her car, her motorcycle, her computer. Verbeth believes she's being targeted. Everything. They just went through everything. But sheriff's detectives had little to go on because the vandals, though often destructive, stole nothing. Even from her portable safe drilled into and torn apart, the contents, the jewelry, remained untouched. Verbeff says her troubles didn't start until she met these two men. One would become her ex-boyfriend. The other was his partner in a San Antonio pain clinic, Dr. John Hall. Very first time I met him, we went to his house on the 4th of July. And uh, he told me that because I was already there in his house, I would be the next victim that I was going to be stalked. Verbeff found the doctor's prophecy to be correct. She suffered months of oddness. 
coming in through the front door and I touch the doorknob and it just falls into pieces. Lights left on, doors open, furniture moved, her clothes dryer disassembled. Her friends say they noticed the strange happenings. They tell the I-team they even witnessed a gas oven left turned on. As soon as you walk in the house, you'd smell gas in the house. So the whole house smelled from gas. So immediately turned it off and opened up the doors. But, I mean, that thing doesn't just turn on by itself. And it had been running for a good length of time. Or the time Verbeff and a friend say they were stalked at a mall. I saw him following us to several stores, and I would see the man close to us, looking at us. The girls had the presence of mind to snap a photo with their phone. Verbeff says all these happenings culminated in an assault. The 39-year-old believes someone drugged the food in her home and returned later to rape her. I know something happened to me because... Dora, why would you do this? A woman knows. Yeah, Kyle, would you gaslight this woman? I don't know why they're still calling this fucking gang stalking when this is clearly gang raping. Minor difference, but it's important. Very quickly. Attempted gang rape report and was briefly hospitalized with signs of sexual assault. Dr. Hall says what Verbeff describes is known as gang stalking. Indeed, he writes about it in his book, A New Breed, Satellite Terrorism in America. Verbeff is not alone. Others in San Antonio have contacted the I-team and described similar types of occurrences. The urine arsenic is above normal. Uh, we shouldn't have arsenic. Linda Johnson says someone poisoned her water supply with heavy metals in northwest San Antonio. Then there's her story about this bracelet that urine? Then yeah, go back. Police, she says, have Poison stopped listening water to supply with arsenic Police, she and said, urine. Then metals Jesus in Christ. San Antonio. <laughs> then there's her story about the bracelet that went missing, then reappeared. Police, she says, have stopped listening to her. And like Verbeff, she too believes she's been sexually assaulted, although she never filed a police report. I've gone to doctors many time, times, and I've been to the right crisis counseling, yes. Many of these so-called victims of what Hall describes as gang stalking meet up on the internet, finding comfort and information from others who say they too suffer from electronic stalking, mind control, and even rape. Loosely defined, gang stalking is where organized groups target and harass unwilling victims to the point of paranoia, leaving the victims to deal with skeptical family members and skeptical law enforcement. This isn't stalking done by a, a former spouse or former boyfriend or someone that's, that you know that's disgruntled at you, but stalking that's being done by, by total strangers in an organized fashion. And some internet links take you here to the book mentioned earlier, written by Dr. John Hall. The book is, is fact. Uh, it's not a book of fiction. Um, what I've wrote about is an isolated story here in San Antonio. Dr. Hall says it is a story about himself and the harassment and rapes his ex-girlfriends allegedly suffered beginning in 1996. Dr. Hall believes the people behind it are well-organized operatives using government satellite technology to terrorize him and other victims. Uh, all I feel like this guy... Organized stalking. This guy kind of wants to sell a book. Uh, weird electronic disturbances like going on in the homes. Most of the women are complaining of drugging and sexual like assault. So uh, it this is, is a big problem. caused her stomach to turn because within the chapters in the story, she found similarities to her own situation. I pulled out the book and I started reading, and I'm like, oh my God, it's exactly what's happening. It's like turning the turning the pages of your own story. Everything. Remember the doors, windows, even the clothes dryer taken apart? 
page 35, third paragraph, talks about reassembling appliances. The drugged food and rape, page 52, talks of concealing rohypnol, the date rape drug, in drinks and food. The account in Hall's book is chilling, and the I-team uncovered some truth to his story. San Antonio police reports indicate there was a rape reported in 2000. So do you think this guy is roofing people based on exactly what he says in his book? And he rapes them, and then he sells books? Yeah, that... <laughs> I think a serial killer did something similar. It would make a lot of sense. I'd be investigating this guy if I was I, the I'm Popo. pretty sure a, a serial killer did something similar with the Michael Crane book. Or was it James Patterson? In the same quad of condos where it. one of Dr. Yeah. Hall's girlfriends supposedly lived. San Antonio police say the condo rape remains under investigation. And Bear County detectives yeah. say Verbeff's yeah. assault remains open as well. And although there are some interesting connections to Dr. Hall in the book, law enforcement won't and cannot say if Dr. Hall is even a person of interest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> asked him. Could you, in fact, be the person that's creating this mess for these women? Um, and that's one, actually one of the reasons why I got out of my ex-fiancee's life, um, to make sure that they weren't victimizing her in order to get at me. Dr. Hall says he's been targeted by the same groups. There's mention in the book of a conspiracy by the criminals and by fellow doctors. Dr. Hall says the Texas Medical Board retaliated against him for uncovering the gang stalking. The I-team confirmed one local hospital suspended Dr. Hall's clinical privileges for two months in 2006. In 2007, the Texas Medical Board ordered two mental evaluations of Dr. Hall. The first came back normal, but a second evaluation found a probable delusional disorder and ordered psychiatric treatment. And in 2008, Hall's license was suspended, this time when he tested positive for cocaine. In All right, cocaine, normal. Um, it seems to me... Oh, man, that's... That's it, the water's so muddy here because now it sounds like this guy should be arrested for doing these things. Then he's saying that he's also suffered fucking targeted harassment. Then he's going to a psychiatrist and they're saying he's probably crazy. Look, this report is all part of the gang stalking scheme. That might be true. Okay, Schizos well, <laughs> will buy this book. Schizos, <laughs> after watching this episode, will break. <laughs> I believe, I mean, I found the, all this on... The papers? Or do we have that privilege? and I, or the news report. I found Here's all, of, all of these videos on Schizo's YouTube <laughs> channels, like that, using it as evidence for whatever they're saying. That's how I found all of this. So they're definitely doing that. Uh, but it, it just makes me wonder, like, when he's found... And the guy's like, yeah, he's probably fucking delusional. Is he talking about, like, rape? Or is he talking about just the gang stalking shit in general? You know what I mean? It's so muddy. The water's so muddy. In the book, he explains the operatives drugged him with cocaine periodically. Dr. Hall's medical license... Dog, you can own up to the cocaine. I'm not going to fucking hold that against you. ...has since been reinstated. If you look nationwide, almost <laughs> everyone complained is eventually gets sent to a psychiatrist. Uh, the psychiatrists don't look into the technology. They don't do any research into whether or not any of this is possible. With his book published, Dr. Hall is taking his message nationally. He's appeared on cable TV shows. Thank you so much, Dr. Hall. Late night radio. And our guest tonight, Dr. John coast. Hall. And even has his own radio I mean, program. Hey, Peter. There have been several Make a stream cast. in my midst, obviously, that have been victimized. But if you look at it on a larger scale, it is a national problem as well. Dr. Hall says the problem is gang stalking, seeking to victimize innocent women and sully his reputation for exposing them.
For the I Team, Joe Conger, Ken's Five, Eyewitness News. They got it. We need to oh, get man. this guy in the show and smoke oh, crack man. with him. But, but they, oh. I second that. But motion. the thing is, is like right. we all, 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 all of us in here. Like, if we do choose like a certain individual, we could almost gang stalk them to like this degree. Like, <laughs> don't do I, that. Like, Trust me. Trust me. Don't do that. No. Do you see I how hot so. fucking the the fucking Ashley Pool ca- became immediately after we did like one episode focusing on her? Don't do that. The dude, the hunter becomes the hunted, my friend. That shit got so fucking. That was a raging fire we couldn't put out. We just had to watch it burn for a little while and take cover. Oh uh, yeah, dude. All I'm saying is it would it would suck so bad if you guys had like hot women gang stalk me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our uh, next gangsta. Yeah, let's video. do it. You know, this filler it was probably gangstalked by. Just pay some escorts to gangstalk. He, he, he. <laughs> okay, uh, Pangas. <laughs> he mentioned uh, governmental power, you know, satellites and stuff. Maybe he was for real. It's possible. I can't write any of this off. I can say, here's a guy that I look at, and he's not giving any information that isn't found online, and he's trying to sell books. This dude's a grifter. And that's, I, I could be wrong. I could very well be wrong. That is my fucking immediate response to all of that. That's my immediate that's response. Funny. That the whole thing was to fucking sell but a that's book. A very, that's a very uh, modern modern term for it, right? As people I don't, even, I don't know. There were always snake oil salesmen, man. Oh, okay, yeah. You know how it is. All right, all right. We got San Diego mom thinks she's a victim of community stalking. Let's cut to this video. All right, oh, hell yeah. I've seen this before. This is my favorite video. I used this in a video once. This is a classic. We've played this before on iterations of the show, but it's back for more. It's a really good video. are made of. You know, it's so creepy that I decided to uh, have a bolt put on the door, and I'm having my son sleep in here with me. Creepy only begins to describe it. It's like an alternate reality, really. When she'd get home from work, Fasika Tafara started noticing things out of place in her home. They were just all open, but what was weird is, so for example, they were open like this, but they were all at the same level. All right. The window. Pause it real quick. Is she an an atheist? (laughs) Fasika Tafara no, but like because like it. if her house is just fucking haunted, right? She's just, yeah, no, but she she's an atheist, so she thinks it's gang stalker. That's so a she, hot she take. Believe, <laughs> she cannot believe in ghosts. Here, here's another thing that I'll say. Here, here's another thing that I want to note here. I think it's relevant here. We'll watch the rest and make sure. But on the previous video. That was someone who didn't say she was hearing voices. She didn't say they were microwaving her with predator drones. Everything was sh- she was saying was believable, and it was also things that you wouldn't need the the uh, the money from the federal government to accomplish. Just weird little things in your house, things that are believable. And she got a photo same. of one of the hey, guys. I got a I got a dip out. Yes. Apparently, uh, <laughs> apparently my neighbor had a little uh, episode herself. Oh. Okay. Good I luck got, out there, I gotta, Yeah, I got to smash. Don't become later. a target. No, I'm not Go the target. On. She is. Okay. <laughs> Lights uh, turned on. 
Her document is pulled out. It's intended to let me know that somebody has been here, essentially. Right? So all of the drawers have been pulled oh, out. Something real? strange every single day for almost the past month. She finally realized someone has been coming inside. Are people following what? me? And then I started to wonder also. Well, like how it, a normal person would think, like, I'm maybe all the cameras in the house. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd probably do that before calling the news. I think you got me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, honestly, look around their house is pretty damn old. Like, yeah, it could be. Oh, dude, that the haunting take uh, is a hot one. It's a really new house. That. It's just run by a not here. Then Tafara found this small camera in her 11 year old son's bedroom. What? All right. That was different. So she took to the Internet started digging community stalking something called community or gang stalking it's an eerie practice aimed at your psyche to make you almost feel like you're going crazy it's spooky and my understanding is that if this is in fact what it is it can go on for years you know only so, you're not tafara left her phone recording audio at her house listen you can hear what sounds like people rummaging around on one you can hear what, what sounds like drilling so this hole here has been cut into the um, into the attic space. Tafara says detectives have been to the house. It's kind of like, Dude, you know, she, the again, she has the eyes like wide open. Like, that makes this even more terrifying. Yeah, that could just be your physiology, though. I'll I'll say I don't this. know. Maybe maybe like because like I. I don't know. There's a I, few I scenes. I see what I see. What Flame is saying. Uh -huh. Are you implying drugs? Yeah. Uh, no, not really. I think, like, because, like, she's, like, uh, a mom, and she has, like, a kid, and somebody's in her house, like, she's on edge. Like, yeah. she, it, this gang-stalking, like, uh, psyop has gone to her, and her eyes are beating. Like, she, she's very paranoid. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen that, I've seen that look before. I, I, yeah, I've seen that look. Here's the one thing, and this is not, like, a major <laughs> alarm, alarm bell, but this is the one alarm bell I get. She seems very talkative and charismatic. How oh, you think nice she's on drugs? No. She uh, might be a fucking liar. Oh, good thing. And take. just doing this shit herself so that she, like, Jussie Small in it, Small it in it. <laughs> maybe we could, maybe she has uh, acting education. Oh, uh, per. Maybe. I think it, she, they bring in the cops at the end, and it makes me wonder if this is all a a ploy and I, like i said i'm just bullshitting completely here makes me think it could be a ploy so that she can make the police department look bad for some reason and be like they're doing it it like sets up for really perfect um, i don't know i don't know if she's that, that calculating she, she comes off as intelligent and charismatic and those are that's the whole video we watched the whole fucking thing how hmm. old is her son we have no idea i don't think we have any he's idea. 11 <laughs> I he's, no he's 30 I years old. I his father. I'm his <laughs> new dad now. I will, I will save you, madam, from the gin that are possessed. <laughs> yeah, I convinced the family is the gin, not the gang stalker. <laughs> All right. Your sense of changeling. It's just like that movie I watched with my friend. Got a few more. Let's yeah. let's burn through this. Here yeah, we have. Changeling in the tree. <laughs> That's what you got to <laughs> do. We, we got couple harassed with the organized gang stalking noise harassment campaign. 
We've all this. had nasty neighbors, but an entire town? Think how annoyed you get when just one person honks at you. Now imagine all your neighbors driving by sitting on that horn 24-7. Are they tormenting one family, or did that family wear out its welcome? We want you to decide. Here's Paula Ferris. Oh, in Hubbard, Ohio, it might be the last one you'd expect folks to fight over. But this vacant house on East Liberty Street is the hottest property since good old Nehemiah Hubbard founded the town 200 years ago. Oh, what a fuss over a little fixer-upper. This all started in 2007 over a simple real estate deal, correct? Oh, it's bad. Next, next door here. Meet Rick and Cindy Curlidge, longtime Hubbard residents. They say all they wanted was to buy the property next door. The only problem, it wasn't for sale. These folks, John and Marlene Clementi, had inherited half the house. The other half was tied up in court. But Rick Curlich tried to buy it anyway, even though it had been in the Clementi family for generations. I says, well, you're not getting my land. And I said, that's not right. It's my family since 1922. How could you do that? The Clement family called me up and they told me to take my bid off the table. And if I didn't take my bid off the table, we'd be bitter enemies for life. Rick never got the house, but he says he's still paying for what he did. As the town fire chief, Clementi had lots of friends and suddenly Rick and Cindy say it seemed like every single one of them was driving by honking the horn. Okay, so this is something that this noise harassment thing is something that comes up. I want you to notice that the guy they pissed off was like the fire chief. And I want to think back, and I, I wish yeah. I had it pulled up. I can't find it on a quick Google. Uh, Francis E. Deck would rant. Uh, he would rant about the the fucking fire department and how they, they were arsonists who would start fires just to put them out that have drunken orgy sex with Filipino girls in the fire station. And he would rant about how they were, <laughs> they were part of the conspiracy. And here we, no, we have exactly that. The fire chief guy is a guy being gang-stalked in this instance. Mm, is that true? Because it's, the other guy tried to buy his house out from under him? The the rich guy is the guy that's hiring all these people to honk at the fire no, chief. That's not true. That's not what's going on here. Well, it's the other way around, actually. The, the, because, like, I thought it explained in there, like, basically the fire chief turned the town against these people, that's what they're right? getting at that he owned the yeah. house that the dude tried to put a bid on and though it, it even, yeah. even though it never went through he had enough connections just to harass these people so oh. yeah. and it wasn't to say hello Got video of people driving the by honking from security cameras. together to <laughs> blowing campaign against us. That's really what this they is. They got the trolley. Ask not for whom the horn blows, it blows for Rick and Cindy Curlich. Yeah, very annoying. In the beginning, it was a hundred times a day. This is classic gang stalking music. A hundred times a day. A hundred. <laughs> so they began planning their payback. Their house now bristles with expensive surveillance cameras. As we what were looking at them, over, just watch what happened. The last camera is down here on the tree. Okay. Oh, somebody just honked their horn. Did you hear that? Yeah, it's never. Was that ended. a friendly honk? Probably not. Okay. Rick says his ear is finely tuned. Right you can tell an import horn from a domestic horn. Who are these horn blowers? Not just people in the town, but people who work for the town. 
firefighters, <laughs> including some from the department John Clemente ran, and police. Yeah. Here's one of Hubbard Township's finest not serving, not protecting, just honking. It's enough to wake the dead. This hearse the caught hearse. 10 times. And would you look at this? The horn on the bus goes. An education for Hubbard's next generation of horn blowers. Rick and Cindy renamed their dining room the evidence room. Wow. There's more in the basement. There's hundreds. He's a schizo and he's going to murder her in the basement and chop her up. <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay now i'm schizophrenic i can do this shit <laughs> and if you, if you can't see this if you're just listening to this this is dale gribble's basement from king of the hill basically. Uh, photographs and discs and stuff here you're like a detective so when did people start yeah, blowing the horns? Were you recruiting people, no, telling no, them no, to no, get this nobody, guy out of no. town? That's what he tells no. everybody. John says he can explain everything. His son's girlfriend and some of her friends would occasionally blow the horn, but he says that was just their way of saying goodbye. When they would leave the house, the girls would toot the horn mm -hmm. just to let them know they're leaving. A little toot? Yeah, Rick says, like this car leaving the Clementi's driveway at four in the morning. Does the city of Hubbard have a horn blowing epidemic? <laughs> An epidemic? No. Uh, we do have a problem in one particular area. We patrolled around town with the police chief, Jim Tafe. At some point, people began blowing horns, but it became clear at another point that on occasion it was used to uh, harass uh, the person that lived there. Curlich began taking horn blowers to court. He says he got orders of protection against more than a dozen people, and the he didn't and money. stop there. <laughs> That's pretty base. I'll give him that, dude. That, oh, because I'd want to just go outside with a bat, but like this is probably yeah. do it. He started suing. It's the money. Somebody beeps. Rick sues. Beep sue. At the Trumbull County Courthouse, the legal paperwork is piling up. Rick is now suing oh no God. fewer than 40 alleged horn blowers, including the Clementes. This isn't my job, and I don't want to do this, and I'm sad that I have to. Curlich versus everybody. It seems like the town of Hubbard is against the Curlitches and everybody's in on it now. Why wouldn't you be against him? If you beep your horn one time, he'll take you to court. Just a regular beep. Does the city of Hubbard want the Curlitches to leave? <laughs> I believe so. Do you think you've made matters worse? We don't know how else to stop. We knew it was a long shot, but we asked both sides if they would consider yeah. mediation. We would love it for it to stop, but how do you get everybody in Harvard to come to a meeting and, and say stop? Oh, they're doing a fucking oh, hug it out barbecue. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, Rick, that's just what we're gonna do. It's hug it out. Give your gang There's three seconds left in the video. This never happened. This is bullshit. They made hot dogs for no fucking reason. The hot dogs are a fucking lie, dude. <laughs> I just want to grill for God's sake. <laughs> The gathering, the gang stalkers, hell yeah. Instead, we have endless fucking feuds, blood feuds. Now it's a cult. Now he's definitely gonna feel gang stalked.
Imagine, imagine you thinking you're completely <sighs> sane. Everybody calling you a schizo, and then everybody suddenly gathers you to a party and starts chanting your name. <laughs> it's Truman Show <laughs> shit. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, and it's weird that like it seems like. I don't know. It seems like, first of all, that the fire chief did tell people to piss him off. And second, it it seems like they definitely want him out of the fucking community. And the cops are, like, admitting what's going on. So this is, like, definitely some organized stalking, some real organized stalking, right? Yeah. No violence has occurred, so the police have completely put the blind eye to it. Or, obviously, it's complicit. There's not much you can do with people honking, and if you can sue them, then that's the that's what you're doing. I don't know. I mean, I would if I was driving by that house, I would honk my horn just cause. I would not honk my horn. I would not want to run that risk. <laughs> All right, let's move no, huh? uh, move from from. Like imagine if, like you almost like got in an accident. I'm sorry for interrupting, but imagine if you almost got in an accident in front of this guy's house. And you're like a reactionary hog the horn, and this fucking purple faced ass asshole comes out and fucking starts yelling <laughs> at you, wanting to sue you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's bullshit. So let's move from gang stalking in our native land to uh, to gang stalking in China. You got bad social credit. Oh, a harassment no seemingly inspired by science fiction is reportedly being used to torment Chinese people, specifically those who dare to stand up against government corruption. An unusual type of harassment has reportedly appeared in China, seemingly taken from the pages of a science fiction novel. Some claim <laughs> the Chinese regime has developed a special kind of technology. I love her accent. It's so close, yet so far east. Okay, it's it's wrong in all the right places. It's fantastic. Used to broadcast information directly into a person's mind. (laughs) Directly? As electronic (laughs) harassment, it's allegedly used to silence those who dare to speak out. Wong Hai Bang says he's been suffering from what he calls electronic harassment for 12 years. He explained that it all started after he filed a corruption report in 2008. It was against then-police chief of the Wuning County Public Security Bureau inside Jiangxi province. Soon after, he described being illegally detained, beaten, intimidated, and framed. Not long after that, he was involved in a car accident, something he says was staged. It left him hospitalized. He explained that since then, a device has been used to send information directly to his mind. Oh, yeah. I mine with the device and watch my movements. They also use the audio function to send voices to my mind, disturbing me round the clock. Following his trip to the hospital, he says he began to suffer from the unique harassment. Wong says he believes the local police are behind the electronic harassment. That's because, according to Wong, they talk to him through it using their dialect and accent. They don't talk about anything else. They only talk about what I'm doing, disturbing me no matter what I do. No matter what, they'll make noise and talk to me. Wang told us that sometimes he can hear five or six people talking simultaneously, even up to a dozen. He explained that to him, it seems that they take shifts talking, insulting and denouncing him, in an effort to spark his anger and make him talk back. According to him, the technology makes it so that only he can hear the noise. He describes it as a never-ending battle in his mind. 
The local officials are too corrupt. They seek to kill you with this torture. They thought I couldn't last two years. They never imagined I would make it this long. But Wang's long-term fatigue has taken a serious toll on his health. Now he suffers from symptoms like headaches, weakened eyesight, and shortness of breath. Despite the symptoms, Wong says that his mental health is intact. In order to prove he's not insane, he underwent two MRIs and a CT scan, showing that his brain is still functioning normally. Wong began in Beijing in 2015. It's taken him four years to get confirmation about the technology from China's Ministry of Public Security. The reception staff of the Public Security Ministry said that they indeed have this kind of equipment. It's very expensive. It's available in all police departments at the county level and above. The equipment can monitor your thinking and send voices to your mind and talk to you in your head. That's what they said. I I believe him too. And I would like <coughs> I would like to think it's not just my like <coughs> my like bias to think like China would do that because I think America. No, would do that no, too. not. America no. did. They did it with the Oklahoma City <laughs> yeah. bombing. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, so this Same V2K, the voice to skull or the ass to mouth programming or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> it's, it's, I totally believe it's real. And I do believe China is ruthless enough just to use it on whoever yeah. and not give a shit. Yeah. And I think yeah, our, that's, our own that's government our is doing it and being sneaky as fuck about it. Uh, yeah, not, not because of the bias. Exactly what you just said. Because, like, they, they this is. This government is very ruthless, and they'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. Uh, like they will be brazen and bold, and, and this is what's kind of maybe out in the open too. These are the implications of like the uh, credit score system, which I think America is going to implement soon enough as well. Um, yeah, this these are the implications. Like in China, I it's a fucking long conversation here, but in China, like the thing that everybody knows is is things like uh, you can't travel or like. Do, do shit like that if you have a low credit score. You can't leave the country. And the idea is they want only the best oh. citizens going out and seeding other cultures. And that's how they're trying to take over the world. So there's a lot of stuff like that. And there'd be travel res- restrictions and all sorts of stuff that we would end up having to endure. But I do think like becoming an experiment, a human experiment, isn't far off. I think there are already people like that. Well, it's, it's, it's even worse here. Because all the techniques... All the technology that China has and uses to corral its citizens, they have and are using in the U.S. currently. It's just the fact that our government is way more covert when doing it. Because they had street cameras back in the 1940s. That's how most of the German spies in the U.S. were caught. They had street so this this stuff isn't of uh, the ordinary and they use the media uses language like it's out of it. it's a science fiction novel to get you to discredit yeah and then 10 years later right. all that shit is like admitted and known and that's how how right. it always is with technology yeah all right let's uh finish up this video Wang says the Chinese Communist Party, or CCP, currently uses the technology to control tens of thousands of people. He says he's also spoken with other victims, who describe suffering the same round-the-clock noise in their minds. Some of them reportedly couldn't bear it and are believed to have committed suicide. But more and more, victims have started to speak out. The CCP hasn't hidden its intention to weaponize mind control, 
Regime media mouthpiece Xinhua reprinted an article earlier last year speaking highly of the technology's military and wartime value. The article says the purpose of mind control weapons is not the destruction of an enemy's flesh, but of his will. It also says the new technology doesn't require a chip implanted in the human brain. Instead, electromagnetic waves, light, sound waves, smells, among other things, can be used. Reporting by Xu Wanhui, NTD News. God damn. Schizo's right yet again. Uh, yeah. They use the same type of right now. mind control in uh, for, certain, for certain special forces teams in Iraq. <clears throat> they would just, whole units would report that they blacked out suddenly during a mission for several hours. And yep. then they would they would uh, return to consciousness again and find that they had murdered uh, murdered a a Iraqi official or yeah. murdered an entire family. Yeah. That's crazy, I, dude. I've heard stories about military application for this stuff. Where uh, okay, they're say they're in the Middle East or whatever. They would beam um, like a message from Allah into the minds of the enemy combatants to make them do something extremely stupid, and then defeat the fuck out of them. Well, Shit I'm like all that, so. I'm always receiving messages from Allah. It's great. I love him so much. It's good. All right. Dude, I got... I'm definitely being gang stalked because right now the government is heating up my closet that is melting the chocolate in this thing. <laughs> and I'm fucking... I knew it wasn't me, only me hot in here. The fucking chocolate's melting. Don't lose that You're swamp, bro. Oh boy, got one more video to go through. Let's, Cover up let's the guns. This. I think this latest story has made and yes, I realize how fucking appalling this Milo Yiannopoulos goofball is. I get it. It's terrible. Dude, look at the woman in the crossroom. Yeah, the, do it. Oh, the... The, the uh... Pink the face FBI Brandy Rose over here. And also talked about nuking Mecca. <laughs> yeah, I, I know him. I okay. know him. Let's see what he's got to say today. My head's <laughs> in a way that even the initial allegations, as deeply horrifying as they were, didn't. Today, yet another bombshell in the Harvey Weinstein saga. An explosive new story in The New Yorker, written by Ronan Farrow, reports on just how far Weinstein went in allegedly trying to silence and intimidate not only his accusers, but the journalists working to expose his alleged sexual misconduct. What this story pulls back the curtain on is a set of tools that I truly did not know were available to the most powerful men in this country when they are bent on stopping allegations against them. Farrow alleged homo, Weinstein right? hired elite oh, private God, security yes. agencies, <laughs> one of which deployed undercover agents oh, to befriend a number of his accusers in order to obtain personal information and then use it to discredit them should they decide to come forward. I have been silenced for 20 years. I have been slut-shamed. Oh, listen to her. God. I have been harassed. Love I'd love to be able to fucking be sympathetic, but that haircut ain't doing you any fucking service. <laughs> Has anyone else seen the report actress Rose McGowan. She said it was like the movie Gaslight. She said that she was living for a year. They're saying that, that uh, Harvey Weinstein paid off people to befriend those who would testify against him to get dirt 
from them to blackmail them. In a world of funhouse yep. mirrors, what is so striking about this story is just how far this effort went and how elite the operatives used were. One of those groups was Black Cube. That is an very strange Black Cube. Embrace yourself for this next one. Don't say anything. Just listen. There. Just listen. Elite Israeli <laughs> private intelligence agency staffed oh, wow. by former Mossad no. members in some cases. These are highly trained operatives uh, who excel in... How this shit can get on the news and people fucking don't ask questions is just fucking beond me. Using what false identities the, who construct front companies. Nobody was smart enough to put their false identities. Uh, this went very, At the time, very the normies are watching this and they're like, oh. He was directly involved. Had face-to-face -face contact with But people like us, have we seen this shit? We lose our fucking minds. At multiple points over the last year. Because their first thought is, oh, this is just like a movie. The firms. These were routed through his lawyers, but Harvey Weinstein was pulling the strings. McGowan was just one of the more than 60 women who've come forward with allegations against Weinstein, including sexual harassment, abuse, and even rape. Weinstein has denied any allegations of non-consensual sex Dude, and also denies the targeting of any individuals. In 1997, Weinstein is reported to have reached a settlement with McGowan after an alleged encounter at a hotel room. But according to Farrow, some 20 years later, just this past May, McGowan received an email. Rose McGowan received inquiries from a woman named Diana Phillip of Rubin Capital Partners. And Diana Phillip offered her a hefty sum to speak at a women's empowerment gala. And then, over the course of many meetings, offered to invest in Rose's production company. Farrow says the two eventually met in person at the famed Peninsula Hotel in Beverly Hills, the same site where Weinstein allegedly preyed on many women. McGowan told Farrow the woman was initially very kind, but soon began pressing her for information. And unbeknownst to Rose, Diana Phillip was recording tens of hours of audio from those conversations and sending that information back to Harvey Weinstein, her alleged attacker. And in fact, Diana Phillip was not a real person. Diana Phillip was a false identity used by an operative for Black Cube. According to Farrow, the deception didn't end there. He says there were additional operatives. In a contract obtained by The New Yorker and signed by Weinstein's lawyer, David Boyce, Black Cube agreed to hire an investigative journalist to conduct interviews with these women. Dude. So I will know right now because people are, are asking in the chat. Yeah, Black Cube has a lot of occult significance. The Kaaba yeah. is the first thing that comes to mind for me uh, when you're looking at like tangible you know, uh, spiritual significance of the black cube. They also say that is, uh, the, the cube or the, what the fuck do you call it? The six sided star even that makes up the, the poles on Saturn. So, so look into that. If, if you're, if we're talking about Kabbalah, which black cube is, is, is an Israeli organization. Uh, what they mean is the is the cube that's made up of the top uh, world at the top of the chart of the Kabbalah life tree. It's an inversion. I know, uh, the, I know black square is the I, black square. Probably a cube is important to Freemasonry. I'd like to to look into that. Yeah, more. it's the cube of Saturn. It has to do yeah. with the old cult of Saturn that the Romans had and that's the freemasons like you know they like stealing shit from other cultures but it it symbolizes total control to the point where uh 
it's it's almost a similar device to um to the all seeing eye. And the the covering for the Kaaba wasn't black until the Wahhabis took Mecca. Yeah. Usually it was blue. Gotcha. Alright, let's roll on with this video. And promptly report to the client the results of such interviews by the journalist. This journalist contacted Rose McGowan, as well as Sopranos actress Annabella Sciorra, who recalled the suspicious conversation, saying to Farrow, it scared me that Harvey was testing to see if I would talk. Just last week, Sciorra came out alleging that in the 90s, after driving her home, Weinstein forced his way into her apartment, held her down, and raped her. Several journalists were allegedly targeted by Weinstein as well, including Farrow himself, who says he was contacted by the same operative as McGowan. What did she say to you? She was working on a women's empowerment initiative, and wouldn't I, as a, a male advocate for women's rights, like to be a part of it? I did not know who she was, and I did not respond. Allegedly, operatives also tried to stop the publication of an article in New York Magazine. Which included aggressive human intelligence operations around one of the reporters at that magazine, uh, detailed psychological profiles of the editor of that magazine, a profile of the ex-wife of the reporter that explicitly says we will use this as leverage if the story runs. The idea that they are posing as journalists to try to gather negative information on the accusers crosses any ethical line. Farrow also says he came across a document compiled by yet another firm, PS Ops. He alleges this company, acting on behalf of Weinstein, focused on uncovering his sources, as well as those of a New York Times journalist, Jody Cantor, who was also investigating Weinstein. Listing every possible interaction, uh, detailing sources that both Jody and I spoke to, who then reported back to Weinstein and detailed the questions we were asking. PS Ops, a Los Angeles-based security firm, allegedly created detailed dossiers on various people. In one PS Ops profile of Rose McGowan, there are uh, exhaustive lists of negative internet posts about her. There are sections entitled past lovers, for instance, adverse character witnesses, people willing to say. All right, so cry me a fucking river and all this shit, but um, you got a little bit of like white woman syndrome happening here if I, yeah. I can't say yeah. so nobody correct me on that i don't care if no incorrect You're right. the thing is yeah it hits fucking nightline the second uh-huh. some fucking pretty celebrities are gang stalked but like this shows the lengths that rich people are are willing to go to just to ruin someone's life and what they're able to get away with it's like, money the power yeah. of money throwing back at each other so like well, the average show that they don't care about money anymore. It's about it's about the feeling of dominance, and that's well, what yeah. magic is. Well, they the the way they're able to flex it. But the point I was getting at was that like we saw earlier tonight, when you don't have like that that kind of money to to push back, like this this white woman is doing on TV or whatever, the this social justice lady with the pixie haircut, whatever. She fucking, she has money and she's able to push back. But that black, but that uh, the the dude earlier, the first uh, guy that we saw that shot up the fucking library, yeah, that that dude doesn't have no fucking money. So who's gonna like? How's he gonna get fucking? And these are the same things autism? that all these people allege, mm-hmm. bacon bits allege. Everybody seems to yeah. in these circles is that 
the people around you are fake. You don't know who's real and who's fake, who's paid off by the powers that be and who's legitimate. And you end up just assuming that everybody is out to get you. And that is the mind fuck. And we're talking about dominance, like that total mind rape. I, what could be what could be more powerful than that other than like hunting and killing women in the forest somewhere, which they're probably also doing. Yeah. Oh my god. Just saying. Just saying. It... Oh my god. <clears throat> red pill. We, we all been just red pilled. I guess so. All right. Welcome to the red pill stream. I think that's the end of the content I have. We'll probably wrap up the stream and we can go on we'll wrap up the recording and go on streaming a little bit. So everybody go to yaklebees.com, hit that fucking merch tab, buy that shit, patreon.com slash yakovalive to get into the Discord to come hang out, play video games, watch movies, all that fucking good shit. Um, yeah, who else? Who's here? Flame is here. Uh, Flame on Herb on Twitter, Noble Raider on Instagram, and then it takes Shaman on TikTok. Based. Uh, Mod? Uh, Engram von Ergen Sternberg on Facebook. You can find me attached on Dora's friends list. Fremen Jihani on Twitter. Go to CBDX.com. CBDX.com slash BlackBerry97. Get yourself the best CBD products. No demand. Don't go to your local gas station like Yakov. Fucking filthy. Disgusting. Get some good shit, bro. 15% off if if you use my affiliate link. There you go. There Someone please All clip right. this so I can so I can send this to my guy and get paid. I haven't I'll gotten paid it. in three weeks. <laughs> I need money. <laughs> Fucking broke dude. Oh jeez.